to your mind? Like Here's the debate. You're upset. They're saying we believe you. This is it? This is not. I thought the... And we are live. Okay, fantastic. Folks, we are here, episode number 148. I've been looking forward to the podcast for a while. We've been out this entire week. I've been in Orlando, but we got a special one for you today with, obviously, Adam Sostink, but we got Vinny, Vincent Oshana, a Syrian comedian, former Marine. We got them Air all. Force. Right no, Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Yeah, My well, apologies. It's okay. It's a, I'm not like the Marine. Nicer sleep, yeah, nicer yeah. rooms. You guys don't exercise. Yeah. You chose to exercise, yeah, yeah. but it was a mandatory. Yeah, exactly. And then we also have... Tony Hinchcliffe here yeah. with us. Tony, the the legendary Hinchcliffe. I I I wasn't. What was it? Jacksonville. Yeah. And I was up there with uh, uh, yourself, Rogan, Hans. We had a great time, by the way. We it was what a what a night it was. And yeah. I'm listening to you perform. Can I tell him one yeah. of your jokes or no? Sure. I'm gonna tell him one of your jokes. So yeah. he says, uh, you know, the other day I got a friend of mine that called and he was very concerned. He was concerned about. Uh, his kid. I said, what's going on? He says, I just found out we're having a baby. And I said, that's good news. Congratulations to you. He says, yeah, but some bad news because we're having a girl. He says, why are you upset? He says, because I wanted a boy. He says, don't worry. Nowadays, she may change her mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he said, nowadays, <laughs> you still got a chance. Yeah, like gen gender, you still got a gender chance. reveals now. I'm, I'm shocked people are still having gender reveals. It's yeah. like, who are you to say what right. it is yet? Yeah. How, how dare as you? As the parent. As the parent, how dare you? Say that it's a boy or a girl. You have to give it a chance. Well, listen, the cool thing so, about that joke, by the way, I'll jump in, is that that's a true, like, beat for beat, that was a real thing. We were at dinner, <laughs> and it just happened just like that. And I go, nowadays, you still got a chance. You have to use yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. do you, like, in oh, that shit. moment, say, this is yep. material? Yep. That's actually, like, my writing process, is I just wait until I say something that makes everybody, like, slam the table at the right time, and then... That's it. Well, there was a, there was a couple moments because I noticed everybody was dropping jokes during dinner. Yeah. yeah. And then Joe was very quick to say, "Yeah, that's not funny." Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's what funny. we do. Live yeah, the relationship is, was. Is great. everyone was, looking at Joe like, "All right, was that good? Was that okay?" Yeah. Like, is, is Joe the? The seeking approval, like mentor, big brother not at the dinner the people, table. Not to the people that he's friends with, you know, but to people who it's their first time hanging out with him. That's always interesting. Tony, well, right. you, you yeah. guys go back 20 years. You guys yeah. go back a long time. Yeah, a really long time. Uh, we've been doing the road together for over a decade. So, like, that's Sick. a lot. Airplane rides and dinners and green rooms and shows. So, Who's part of that? crew that's been on the road together with you rogan who else well i mean rogan's crew is famously like a, a bunch of badasses like it's really really comedians a lot of the comedians at joe's level don't take uh you know real 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 hard hitters with them they're a little bit afraid that they might get buried yeah. you know what i mean but he famously i mean joey diaz ari shafir duncan trussell Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, yeah. all these yeah. guys all that are now, yeah, super, super top of the food chain um, have all been part of that. Uh, Is that Theo Vaughn part of that crew or no? I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all comedy store brothers, but he, he I think he's only open for Rogan a couple times on the Got road. Yeah. So but that's the Rogan crew. Yeah. yeah. But to have oh. headliners, bro, like that, hard hitters opening for you says a lot about who you are as a comic. Because like yeah. he said, you want funny people. You don't want the show to suck. But yeah. to have... Hit her, hit her, because you know the show climbs, mm -hmm. and if, if it's just if Joe doesn't step up, then it's just it's horrible. So obviously, it's right. Worse. And if it's climbing by the time that it's to me, then you know Perfect. it's on. Yeah. <laughs> how'd you he, how'd you get into it? How'd you get into? I mean, obviously during dinner, yeah, I, was, I ask you, but for people that don't know, how'd you get into it? I mean, like most 
kids. I had I had a perfect, perfect regimen of a childhood to set me up for being a comedian. <laughs> really, really dangerous neighborhood, different, diverse uh, neighborhood, very dangerous at the time. Um, single mom, uh, dad, you know, crazy story with the dad, you know, everything. Just uh, teachers were mean. You know, I was looking for any type of like love or respect from people and uh, getting laughs from kids in class back then was uh, was everything. It brought me like a certain amount of joy and I would get in trouble and, you know, they would tell my mom, Tony messed up again. I'd be grounded and then I would, you know, once I get once I got back, I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop making people laugh. And the teachers told my mom at a young age, like he's never going to really fit in with society. <laughs> like he's not going to be able to work a normal job. And it stressed her out. You know, I was her last kid, a five, the fifth kid. Everybody else was already in college. I had much older siblings. Like it's just a perfect little recipe for an- the four above you, boy. What's the my brother's 12 years older than me, a sister 14, a brother 16 years older than me, and a sister 20 years so older than me. So two and two. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. There's that yeah. big of an age. So you're the baby, baby, baby. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy story. And Because yeah. you guys are both comedians. Did you yeah. guys both know that you were going to be comedians like when you were a kid? Like, sounds like you had a perfect childhood of like, this kid ain't going to make it right. in the real world. Right. You know, comedy's kind of going to be for him. Is yeah. it same story for both oh, of you or what? Yeah. I, I got in, tr- I was, I can't tell you how many times I got in trouble where my parents had to come in, you know, having Middle Eastern parents, it was like sitting and listening to everything that I did. And then, and my mom's like, okay. My father's like, wait, once we walk into the house, watch what's going to happen to you. So I would just watch, like my father watched George Carlin and all those. I would just memorize that and he would make me act it out in front of like, my father would drink and he'd be like, Vinny, like he'd bring me in the middle of a room and be like, just go. And I would just do Carlin's whole set, swear to God. And they just laughing, dying laughing and drinking. Uh-huh. And I just knew it. I just, and then in the military, I was just... <clears throat> You know, getting in trouble the first day, the first day, and you already know that's the where they shake you down. Yeah. I got in trouble on mm-hmm. that day, just trying to be a funny person. And it was over. Tony, let me ask you. On yeah. uh, you know how uh, in mixed martial arts, there's different form of art, right? Mm-hmm. You got you know jujitsu, taekwondo, you know all these different ways you can go. And they mm-hmm. say this guy's background is wrestling, and Kobe knows how to wrestle, but stand up game's going to be tough going up against X Y Z. Is there different kind of art in comedy, like insult comedy, this comedy? What different kind of comedy is there? Hundred percent. A lot of uh, you know, um, I mean, insult comedy is just one aspect of it. But like, what really, I think, what it is for using MMA as an analogy is, it's like you know, some guys can do everything, and some fights they'll do wrestling and mm-hmm. surprise you, sort of. And some people, even though it's like. You know, Nate Diaz is like a what a double black belt, like highest level jujitsu guy. You don't want to be stuck on top of him. Right. But meanwhile, you look at him and he's slapping around Conor McGregor out boxing Conor McGregor, who boxed with Floyd Mayweather. You know what I mean? It's like uh, anyway, my point is, is a lot of comedians, I think, stick to an act like a very set act and some of them uh are more loose anything can happen you're making major adjustments to what show is in front of you right then at that moment and the ones that can make those adjustments which is like a real you know comedy store type of trait uh the ones that are really good at that can decide to improvise for the entire hour-long set if that's what they're feeling that night and that's fun whereas a lot of comedians would panic in that situation Mm -hmm. because they didn't work on that and they didn't take those chances late at night and Mm -hmm. get really 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 Mm -hmm. good at that and trusting your instincts and whatnot would you say oh go ahead is it is it similar to 
Is it similar to like uh, creating a crew and then you know how we're having dinner and uh, uh, who was with us? We're having dinner, first dinner, we had a uh, 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 yeah. couple guys with us that were fighters, yeah, right? Yeah, the guy the, with the best highlight ever. Ever, they, yeah. But yeah. Bradley, is it... Uh, with the, the fence kick guy? He, not Bradley? the fence kick guy. No, no, no. They're both studs, by the way. Yeah. One of them, just uh, he just got into UFC. He's doing his first fight. But the other guy, you would know exactly. Bradley, I want to say. Anyways, he has this one kick. Remember the guy that kicks? He holds his leg. Yeah. And then he spins. Oh, and he flipped oh, around. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, knocks yeah, him yeah. out. I know Fantastic guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're having this conversation. And he says, well, his training camp is from Michigan. Yeah. They train in Michigan, right? Yeah. And then such and such training camp is here. This person's training camp is here. Yeah. Is, does comedy also have a you know crew that goes together and you kind of like one guy's at the front lifting the other three, four, five up? Is that kind of how it works? Totally. I mean, it's, 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 if it's working perfectly, then it's that on many levels. You know what I mean? Like the guy that you met that weekend, Hans Kim, that was his first ever arena that he's ever done and wow. he's a regular on my podcast as of only a few months ago like six months ago he writes and performs a brand new minute every single week but he kept doing so good and stood out to joe and then so joe let him open a couple shows and he you know completely destroyed so joe had him open more shows and now all of a sudden he goes from sleeping in his car just a few months ago even though he's been doing it eight years, he was that committed that he just bought a van and put a mattress inside wow. and like organized his entire life into this van. And uh, and now, I mean, he's, you know, right there. He's at he's the big dance doing it. And I mean, he killed at that show, which means he's going to be on the next one. And sure enough, he was just on Wednesday. We did a show and we did a show on Tuesday in Austin to prepare for it. And Hans opened that show, but he wasn't even scheduled for Wednesday. And he did so good on Tuesday that it's like, why don't you come join us tomorrow night? And Joe put him on the manifest, made sure his manager got him a hotel. You know what I mean? And so instead of literally the next morning, he's on a jet to do another arena because of how good he does. And that's really that's like the Rogan way. You know what I mean? Is just trying to he keeps people around him that are that are that are doing good. You get rewarded for that, not for kissing ass or schmoozing because as you probably saw Hans misses his face when he's eating and there's like <laughs> potatoes everywhere he's a disaster off stage but he gets on and you know that's what he does now Pat are you asking these questions because I don't know if you guys know this Pat's, Pat's set ready Pat's uh Pat's thinking about you know, there's a reason he's kind of bringing more comedians back on yeah. he's 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 got some level of interest in this. Pat, do you have a type of comedy that you identify with I, the most? I, I don't know. I'm an amateur. I have no idea. But I, I, uh, my whole style, the whole valuetainment is mm-hmm. teaching through entertaining. That's yeah. been the style of, uh, I've noticed that teaching through entertaining works. So meaning you have to come here to entertain, make them laugh, to retain, to get people to pay attention to you, to sell. And then sales you know, you can just go out there and sell based on a, hey, here's what I have, here's a structure, or you can sell through winning them over and building rapport. That building rapport and building relationship yeah. it has an element of comic to it, you yeah. know, humor to it. That's why a lot of comedians are either, but you know, uh, they do either, you know. Storytelling stand, or, or. A lot of comedians exactly. have also done sales. Oh, yeah, you know, 100%. they've been in sales and it's natural. You get me to like you. I'm like, dude, I like this guy. Yeah. You know what? I'll buy from this yeah. guy. So there is an element of selling yeah. you're in comedy. Yeah, you're, you're pitching, pitching all the time. Yeah. You're like pitching your jokes. It's like, I'm selling my life, my jokes to you. Laugh. You know what I mean? That's the payment is you laughing. So let me see this. Guys, can you tell me if the net, if it's working or not? We just had a glitch with. 
I'm trying to see if, if you can comment, if you can see us, and it's going good now, message me, because we got Comcast folks here, and I'm getting text messages. That's why I'm looking on my phone. If you can tell me you can steadily hear us now and it's fine, we'll get uh, right into it. Is it much better now with the service? John, Mario, can you yes, guys shoot me a text? People are saying it's better. People, people are, are saying it's better? Comments. Yeah, they're saying it's better. Okay, fantastic. So let's get right into it. By the way, someone's asking me a question. What is this shirt I'm wearing? This shirt <laughs> says uh, free will. We have to talk about it because yeah. this whole thing got started. We'll get into it maybe later on. We got to talk about Disney. We got stuff to talk about with Netflix. Yep. We got to talk about Twitter. We got yep. stuff that's going on in Florida right now with taxes and Obama, Spotify, Spotify dropped them. Bloomberg says Obama's left. Mm-hmm. Did Spotify drop Obama's? Did Obama drop Spotify? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And then there's CNN Plus, which crushed it. They they did so well. <laughs> Their launch is one of the greatest launches of all time. Really? They made so much money that after two weeks, they said, this is too much money. Yeah, Shut, no, it no, 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 no. Shut it down. Shut it down. We million break back it. in yeah. two weeks. Seriously. I just subscribed today. Uh, Things are tough. <laughs> Next yeah. day. We also <laughs> got to talk about what's going on. I mean, people are getting beat up. Uh, Tyson on airplanes. Tyson. Johnny yeah. Depp by Amber Heard. I mean, Good yeah. for Tyson. I'm assuming everybody here saw Tyson. Oh, yeah. With the video. Did you see the video of the guy recording the guy? Yes. He's of like course. bothering him, and the other guy's yes. laughing, and it's like, bro, there's only so many times you could poke a bear to the bears, and be like, all right, but what, I'm gonna be here's, dressed. Here's when you, what, what was your first reaction when you watched? When that? he started hitting him, I was just like, I don't know how we got, because you know, Mike has those yeah. little angles. He was rocking that dude's face, bro. But what, he got, what do you, what did you think about? Like, what did you think about the guy, not Tyson? What did you think about the guy trolling him? Like, how did you process him? Hmm. I didn't get to hear what he was saying. Like, that's everything, right? Do, yeah. do, do we know what he was I saying, talk, what talk, he did? I think can you pull up the video? Because I think we can see the video. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's a... And, uh, I mean, yeah, and so he was saying something about... Because the guy recording was like, he's bothering uh, Mike no, about not shrooms. That video. There's a better video. There's a yeah. video yeah, that yeah, shows... A side video. About vid- shrooms, you said? Yeah, because the guy's like the guy's like laughing. He's like, hey, he's bothering Mike Tyson about shrooms, and it's funny, and it's laughing. And then, dude, it took Mike a while, bro. He, he yeah. The guy was talking for a minute, that, and he just couldn't Did you hear it. what he said, Pat? Yeah, the guy's like he's he's in Mike because they're look this is this is not fair to show yeah. that video. <laughs> they're not showing this clown trying to clown yeah, Tyson. Of course. Yeah, that's what they're not showing. All they're showing is Tyson beating up the guy. Tyson's in his uh, seat. He's not doing yeah. anything. This guy's over him. Is this the one? Yeah, yeah look, look at that. Make this one bigger. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Like how much of that shit are you gonna take? Oh yeah. Go back. Go back a little bit. Yeah. I watch this. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. That's exactly as long as you're allowed to do that nowadays. What are you thinking? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Look, look, How many seconds can you do that to Mike? Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. Trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> and then? Bro, look, he's trying to he has his wallet out. He has money out. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. Peasants? And then all of a sudden. Oh, and then guess what? Show the next clip. <laughs> Yo, how, rich, how much money is he gonna make? Though? How much money is he gonna make? Turn around, look at that. Oh, dude, how much money is he gonna make, Pat? Uh, Think yeah, about that. Man, Think about how much money this this. I mean, dude, that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He, that guy, you he know, the thing, him, the thing that stands out to me is him leaning over his over yeah. Tyson's seat, you know, physically. So he got. Rocked, I don't think <laughs> he got yeah. rocked. Yeah, I mean, he got. I think he got what he deserved yeah, because of the uh, infiltration of his physical space. I think people punching each other for saying right. something's bad, but that guy was physically annoying. Oh, that maybe it makes me happy though. Finally, it's like people are just. But but listen, it, there's a famous quote on on internet. 
Yeah. The quote is, yes. everybody acts tough yeah. until somebody punches, punches you in the, the face. face. Mike Tyson said it. Exactly. <laughs> that's Mike's yeah. quote. Yep. So you know what? I like what Dana White posted. Did you see? That's what Dana White yeah. posted yeah. about it, which is sick. Dana White says this. Hey, idiots. Look at this. He says, hey, dummies, for your future for yes. future reference. Just move seats. Just move. That's so yeah. badass. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I love this. I'll tell you why. Number one, you know who feels bad for this guy? They got beat up. Oh. Absolutely nobody, fucking nobody. Nobody. Okay. Nope. We met Mike Tyson. You you did an hour long interview with Mike Tyson in a freaking boxing ring. Dope. In uh, where were we in Vegas? MGM. We were in Vegas. Yeah. In MGM. Fucking MGM. Yes. Bet. Okay. You couldn't have asked for a nicer. more chill yep. out, nicer guy. Yeah. Number one, he reeked of weed. He was of course. He was smoking weed before, after, during, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, we went. I said, Hey, Mike, let's take a picture. Let's put your hands up. You know, he goes. He goes. Man, I'm trying to fight you, man. Put your hands down. Let's shake. And like. <laughs> As sweet as they come. Yeah, he's a. He's Do you know a, what a, you? And you're not telling every, the whole story, though. You're not telling the whole story. <laughs> What's the whole Listen, story? He was so high. That I just <laughs> said that. Within five. No, no. It was so <laughs> yes. bad that within five minutes, I was asking for Cheetos. Like I, <laughs> I wanted to eat. I'm like, I can't do this anymore oh, with yeah. so much. But, but the interview was fantastic. He he was great. Yeah. And, and if you didn't know who Mike Tyson was, you thought this guy is a freaking pacifist. Yeah, like you don't. Other than the Roy Jones thing, remember yeah. the one line when he fought Roy Jones? He's, he says like, "Everyone feels bad about Roy Jones." He's like, "I haven't fought yeah, in like ten so years." Yeah. Roy Jones just retired two years yeah. ago, and the guy's what's the one uh, Jim Gray? And he's like, "You're freaking Mike Tyson." Everyone yeah. expects yeah. you to, of course, to, to be dominate. ready. All the goal. Yeah, and look, this guy got what he paid for, buddy. You're, you're talking shit to Mike Tyson, Tyson. in an enclosed. Yep. Capsule Confined in the sky. Yeah. Enjoy your ass whooping, but I, homie. I guarantee you, he's gonna make he's gonna make a lot of money. That guy. I don't, no think, I don't think no he is. Why though? Right, so, ready for this? Yeah, I feel you about the space. Just like any man, like no, I would have punched him one hundred percent. I don't give shit who the person is. But Mike is sitting down. The guy, yeah, is talking yeah. behind him. But Mike got up, turned around, and physically yeah. assaulted the guy in the airplane. I, and I'm with you guys. He's gonna sue and he's gonna make money. I guarantee you. Oh, you Mark, mean that way? You mean yeah. through lawsuits? Hundred percent lawsuits. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe the airline. I don't know. I mean, he can't, probably can't sue the airline, but. You, yeah, you could talk all the shit that you want. Mike Tyson, yeah. who has money, beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Trust me, he's going to get a lawsuit. Quick. He's going to use the Billy Madison defense. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's assault, brother. That's assault. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And don't get me wrong. I love. I've. I've. I've had many experiences. I just did the Laugh Factory tone like about two, three weeks ago, and I. I adore Mike Tyson, bro. He. I look and it's chocolate Sundays, and he's sitting right there, and I was just like, oh, oh shit, I was man. just about to do that joke. Like not really a joke, but I was like. In L.A., like a week before, Mike Tyson was at a comedy show, and mm -hmm. some guy pulled out a gun on the host, and, and the guy's like, hey, like in front of Mike, and Mike just went, come here. And the guy was like, I love you, Mike, and hugged Mike with a gun. Wow. I don't know if you guys, you guys saw that? No. It was, was a, it was a show. Sick. It was, crazy. Mike Tyson is so amazing and so Mike, the guy was like, I just love you, and hugged him. He hugged Mike, and then he left with a gun. The thing with Mike Tyson is most, many athletes, wow. many fighters especially, don't have a second act. No. Right? Like, you guys can do comedy until, like, to, to your freaking Don Rickles until you're 90 freaking years yeah. old, you can do comedy. Yeah. Fighters don't really have a second act. Mike Tyson has reinvented himself. 100%. As this, like, lovable, huggable character. Move actor, everything. Yeah, everything. Yep. I mean, the hangovers, a lot of it. Yeah, big time. Speaking, doing interviews with everything, doing the yep. hotboxing. What was the thing that uh, you said that he did recently? The hotboxing with uh, Francis Ngannou. We yeah. talked about Francis yeah. Ngannou. He's, really he's turned into, like, he went yeah. from the baddest motherfucker on yeah. the planet yeah. to, like, the most lovable, Chill. nicest guy. And he's because he's always high. And and it, exactly, and we just got to remember. Yeah, you know, he's still a he's beast. He's a fucking beast. Yep. Oh, this is it. This is you guys saw this. Yeah, I and saw then Mike, this. Week. He literally hugged. Look at Mike. Mike's like, come here, dude. A gun was drawn, and Mike Tyson didn't even stand up. Look, he's like, come here, man. Give me a hug. <laughs> you armed son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
What's crazy That's about gangster. this? This is the same room that I saw another oh video God, the, of a the guy fight. Yeah, yeah. Tony, getting attacked. This is not. This is in Hollywood, bro. Next to a Roscoe's and Chicken and Waffles. You know. You know what I'm talking oh, about, Tony? Oh my! They need to stop they, this show dude, immediately. If, if they don't, this yeah. is the second clip the second out of that clip. venue that I've seen in three days. Yeah, hundred percent. I know what you're talking about too. Oh Can I ask God, you? That you, is crazy. You, you guys, as comedians, yeah. I mean, I don't know which way direction we're going here. Is that? Yeah. Is that? You know, with. Chris Rock getting assaulted on stage yeah. by Will Smith. You brought up Will Smith, free yeah. will. Yeah. You know, as a comedian, Hold is up. this a concern of yours that someone coming up, and you're an insult comic fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at your Wikipedia, yeah. not sure if you've seen it recently, bro. Yeah. You're known yeah. as an insult comic. Yeah, no doubt. Is this something that you yeah. are even more concerned about these days is what schmucks in the audience just walking up, no, non-Will you know Smith what style? You know what I'm concerned with is not anything physical it's the recording of sets putting things out out of context 100 percent uh you know that's the new scum of the earth to me yeah people it's that guy that got punched by tyson is obviously now that i didn't even know there was that second angle of him playing to his buddy that's across he's saying film me exactly this and this is the weird world that we live in what what will smith did was will smith being, you know, mentally unhealthy yeah, and blatantly a victim of whatever Jada's putting <laughs> Free will. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about... But I'm not afraid of physical things. What what yeah. bothers me is people recording sets and the potential of putting those out without context, the potential of sending it through an editing bay and turning down the volume of laughter in yeah. a situation yeah. uh, yep. of a live show. Tony, or I mean... People do that. Messing with clips. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. What happened to me? The guy that exactly. wanted to get famous from it in an interview, because he did so many interviews, yeah. uh, admitted, he ended up admitting publicly that he edited the video and he decided when he was going to release it, wow. which isn't even completely true because the Chinese government accidentally released it before he woke up the day that he was supposed to. Something super... So talk about that. Great. What happened with that? Well, I woke up that morning and uh, it was... What's weird is I had a crazy, like, crazy, like, nightmare that woke me up at like 5 a.m., which is a rare thing in itself. And it was weird. Had my childhood home in it. It was just a weird morning. And I roll over. You know how sometimes you don't really want to look at your phone. You're just making sure nothing crazy is happening. And sure enough, I I was just awake enough to make it from my text messages, from my email to Twitter. I'm like, I'll check Twitter real quick. And that like minute, like a few minutes before, someone's like, you, all of these like out of like not making sense tweets racist yeah. you you racist up fucked and i'm like wait what <laughs> and it's like what? career done dork loser and i'm like what does what is this all what mean? happened and i'm so i end up clicking on one of the tweets and clicking on the person's profile right to see what maybe there's a tweet that they had from minutes before and it was the video that was that ended up being released by him the one that supposedly went viral Mm-hmm. Hours later with English subtitles, but this was um, the same exact video with Chinese subtitles oh, wow. colored the exact same as the video that he edited mm-hmm. and put out. Yeah. So he made a version with English subtitles and Chinese wow. subtitles, wow. sent the Chinese subtitles to the Chinese whoever, news, yes. government. There's no difference between the two as we know. Yeah. And they released it first. He must have slept wow. in, uh, maybe drank too much the night before, had a night because he ended up not posting his thing until 11 a.m. Meanwhile, it was coming out of China at 5 a.m. And I have Damn. screenshots to prove all of that. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. literally like, what is this crazy Chinese video of my no. set 
It's a workout set yeah. from last Thursday. I did an entire weekend of shows, hour-long sets in other cities that weekend somewhere else. Yeah. Like I'm like, why is my workout set, my riffing where I try new things yeah. and take major chances at, at a comfortable home club in my home city? Yeah. Like, why is this even out there? And um, then I realized at 11 a.m. when he posts, this is what happened to me. Happy Asian Heritage Month. Wow. Tony Hinchcliffe did this to me. Uh, and he hashtagged like all of these Asian awareness, Asian Great. hate things. What happened yeah. to you the next day? Like what happened career wise? Did that help you? Did that hurt you? Did, did at it, the time, it? at the very, very time, it hurt me like immediately because uh, I mean... At the time, the every news source is drag is is basically telling the wrong a wrong side of the story, and immediately you're like, "How do I handle this?" Yeah. And there's ways, right? And yeah. So half of your friends are saying, uh, "Whatever you do, don't apologize." The other yeah. half are like, "You have to so apologize." apologize. Yeah. One half is like, "You need to just give an explanation of what happened." I can't believe this guy did this to you. What's you're your publicist an saying? Comedian. I'm curious. What is the publicist? I have saying? a I had a manager, a <coughs> lawyer. Uh, I don't exactly have a publicist, but my lawyer called me immediately and he's like, you need to talk to I have on the other line. I'm patching you in with the biggest crisis management uh, lawyer uh, professional right now. I'm patching him in. I'm like, OK, I'm going to hear what this guy has to say. Yeah, right. And this fucking guy. Let me tell you what being canceled's like. <laughs> oh, this God. fucking guy knows what he's doing and probably does this all the time. Right. He's like, I know what you're going through, Tony, and I'm going to save you. You have to give me 15000 now, and then you'll give me 15000 tomorrow when you see results. Oh, and, then if, and if things are still bad, you'll give me another fifteen Jesus on the third Christ. day. Exactly. I'm like, this, guy, to you? this yeah. guy just, this guy's already at 50000 yeah. This Jesus is already Christ. the biggest bill for right. any employee that I've ever And has he given had. you any advice thus far? Right. Like, what is he well, saying well, at this point? But that's what's funny, is yeah. he's got nothing. nothing. <laughs> he's literally, I'm, I'm literally like, what, what can you do? He's like, well, I can get out ahead of this. I can call the news sources and make sure that they don't post. I go... What if the news sources don't even know about this yeah, yet? Are exactly. you going to inform them that this is a breaking mm -hmm. story? Yeah. He had no answer to that. I go, what if, what if, I go, if I ignore this completely, isn't that the way to yeah. do it? And he goes, well, it's a, it's a major, major risk. Could be the end. But these guys, they're used to politicians. They're used yeah. to actors or, and, and actual crimes, yeah. mind you. Right. Not a comedian making fun of another comedian at a comedy show where... They're warned beforehand. You're going to hear things that are out of order. Recording is not allowed. All of these mm -hmm. aspects are in play. So these crisis lawyer crazy people are used to dealing with politicians that actually fucked up yeah. or people that aren't comedians messing up. Yeah. I mean, the craziest part to me, proof that news is at its lowest point ever is that if you Googled me that day as a journalist yeah. reporting on what you're seeing, exactly what you just said a few minutes ago is true, which is my Wikipedia. And I think it's changed since then. I think it now says it's an American comedian. Yeah, but just but scroll down a little bit further. Before yeah. that, yeah. literally when this happened, it said Tony Hinchcliffe, because I remember it. it goes, Tony Hinchcliffe is an American insult comedian that blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's changed now. Um, and anybody and no, you see right there oh, yeah, as an the insult line. comedian. Yeah, but dude, but it was originally. Here's how crazy this is because I remember it was originally the first line right after yeah, birthday. Yeah. Hinchcliffe is an American insult comedian because I always thought it was weird. I'm like American insult comedian. What does this even mean? And did you ever think of yourself as that or just I'm a comedian, no, bro? I'm a I comedian. Just, yeah, totally. I talk shit. This yeah, is what the I do. only people that bring up okay. that I'm an insult comedian are the people that read my Wikipedia yeah. before yeah. I come in and do a podcast. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> 
Well, look, let, let, let's address this head on. Yeah. Because, I, had, I look, I used to do stand-up comedy many years mm -hmm. ago. Vinny's a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. Pat is as great a storyteller as it comes. He just yeah. hasn't been on stage yet. Yeah. I had heard of your name peripherally. Like, I've I've followed Segura for years and obviously right. Rogan. And uh -huh. I've heard of your name. I've yeah. met, you know, obscure stuff. But I wasn't like... All right, what does Tony stand for? What do you talk about? Right. And then boom, this well, thing it. hit yeah. the atmosphere. That's what I stand for. Is, yeah. uh, exactly. <laughs> is and that type of insanity to where either you're either you're loving it or you're pissed off because right. you don't know that I'm doing what I strategically do. Like that is my art form. Mm -hmm. Is crazy ass shit like to the brim. Like not every comedian. What's crazy is that if it had been a clean to an extreme we could say Brian Regan or Jim Gaffigan <coughs> if he did that yeah, that's crazy well, let yeah. me ask you this let me ask you this yeah. let me ask you this let me ask you this so what is today in comedy what can't you touch because like when I was watching Hans do what he was doing all he did is make fun of Asians but yeah. he can get away with it because yep. obviously yeah. yep. he's and the jokes he'd said by the way how many of them were like right. crossing the line to Cro the average he, person? Yeah. Every he one of them, right? Do it. Yeah. But he can do it. So yeah. because he's so, Asian, yeah. No, because here's why. Hold on, what? Is, so, I'm get, yeah. But when yeah. I, let me ask the question, yeah, and you ahead. run it. I right. want to hear from you because you're so. So what can't I touch? What can you touch? What's gray area? What's super risky? And who today can touch anything, and no one can say shit about it? Right. So. The interesting thing, and I'll go I'm immediately going back because this is the answer. The reason why Hans can do that isn't because he's Asian. What's interesting about what he's doing is it's the fact that he's smiling big the entire time. He's likable. He's hmm. he's putting the jokes on himself oftentimes in a in a Deprecation. sneaky yeah. way he makes it about himself he, even yeah. though maybe he's not a liberal. You know, I'm not speaking for him, but he'll say I'm a liberal. So I, whatever, I'm not going to do his jokes, but he puts it on him. Instead of making fun of women, he'll go, I'm like a woman. I'm as insecure. You know what I mean? Whatever. He's mm -hmm. making fun of everything at once with a smile. The Pull art form, Hans. the art form is getting it across and making it work. That's why another interesting thing that happened, you know, with my. This is him. Yep. He is Asian. Almost every yep. picture, though. Look at him. What do you notice? Look he's at him smiling. smiling. And that second one, of course, Hold on, bro, but people he, are idiots. How he, they found that one of him not smiling is <laughs> yeah. like, this, every that's, that's bro, he is Asian. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. that's what I do, too, is it's about it's about getting the things across. It's about uh, making it work. If you're up there and you're literally, you know, and that is to my to my own uh, judgment here, like I'm sort of burying myself because one thing that I didn't do in the video that got me in trouble was smile a lot, but it's because <laughs> the reason why I did what happened there was because his whole thing before the five minutes of his set before I went up was white people are so mean. And he was doing things to try to get like not a sympathy applause break, but not funny, deep stuff like well, all that we would this, this, this. And you're expecting a joke. And he basically goes like, all we want, white people, is for you to be nice to us. Yeah. And it's like I'm standing in the back uh, getting ready like, to go on. Hell, yeah. And I think to myself, the funniest thing I could do right now on a <laughs> Thursday night where phones are supposed to be locked up. Uh, it's my 
show. I'm the surprise on this show. Like, it's not my show, my show. I wasn't headlining that show. That was a workout set on a show called A Secret Show. It's The Secret Show yeah. every Thursday because you don't know who's going to you pop You're a drop-in. Right. I'm a drop-in. It's where I work out stuff that I thought about driving there or yesterday in the shower or whatever. It's a place to it's test out things. It's not your tight set. It's not maybe. your tight 20. You're just, you're testing shit out. Exactly. And because he was going, white people are so mean, white people are so mean. And then it's five minutes of white people are so mean. And at that point, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to go a hundred miles an hour here. The funniest thing I can do after his set. And sure enough, again, you know, when, the, when the whole thing was breaking, What's his name from TMZ? Harvey, whoever. Of course, he took the interview, this mm-hmm. this moron comedian that tried to do this to me. And he took the interview and uh, with Harvey. And he even he goes, all I heard in that video was some laughter. And he goes, well, yeah, but you should have seen the looks on the people's faces. I'm like, what, the, what, 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 mm-hmm. what are we talking about here? Yeah. So back to Pat's original question. Well, what's off limits? What's well, great? Nothing is nothing. off limits if you can sell it. If you can yep. do it with a smile and get a big laugh, then nothing's off limits. It's about what? that getting laughter, I, period. I definitely think, and I, yeah, he's and right. Some people are going to be offended, but if you, if, you have, if you have half the crowd dying of laughter and the other half yeah. is, oh, that's amazing. That's, I, the, that's I, the love. I forgot which special it was uh, with Louis C.K. Anybody could talk the hell with your race. You could talk about anything. If it's funny, Louis C.K. special tone. I don't know which, what was the name of it, but it was his N-word joke where he's like, he actually says the full N-word live, and he's it, it was one of the most brilliant jokes where he's like, uh, white people got away with saying the N-word because when you say the N-word, you're making me say it in my head. He's like, why don't you take responsibility yeah. and you say it. Anything, bro. You, and nothing is off limits, but like he said, you got to be, it has to be funny, bro. It has to be something where people go, oh shit, like he, that's a great written joke so any race dude i'm middle eastern i could talk about anybody you know what i mean anything anybody any race any situation as long as it's personal to me it's mm-hmm. funny bro people can laugh i do a lot of the rooms i do are, are predominantly you know african-american I, I talk about everything bro there's nothing that i don't mm-hmm. talk about now, pat do you ask that because you think that there's certain things that should be off limits there's certain things you know that are universally funny like do you have any strong opinions on like all right this there's certain things that are completely off limits like talking like for instance in in um ufc uh what's the kid the guy's name who just beat masvidal colby covington talk shit about dustin poirier's wife and kids oh. like to me that is not, i i guess that's not off limits but that is fucking disgusting right yeah, but you know free speech do what you want yeah but that's different what what, what that that does is there's if anybody laughs at that, you're like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Like, if, if you think that's funny when Kobe says what he says yeah. about Dustin or he says that about Jorge and he says that about all this stuff, it's just a matter of time until somebody... Look, Masvidal found him in a restaurant and he comes out yeah. and he gets into a fight. You can't say stuff. You know, I'm telling you, if he says that to the wrong UFC Armenian fighter... yeah. I'm telling you, it's over for that guy. You can't talk like that to people. You just cannot. So set that aside. That to me is in a different category of... um, Disrespect. Yeah, I don't don't know where you want to put that. And it's the person that's doing it, right? A fighter is one thing. A politician saying something is another thing. Like, But a comedian... We're supposed to be the ones that are sort of a little bit responsible for mm-hmm. pushing the limit strategically. Yep. There yep. is an art. Yeah, but I think I think you're you need to be free though. That's my yeah. concern. Yeah. I think yeah. you need to be free. Mm-hmm. I think I'm concerned if you're not free. I look I run an insurance company. Okay. So we just had a convention. We had a few thousand people. I've been in Orlando the last few days. 
and we had a great time. We made the announcement on speakers, by the way. So we have Penn and Teller's performing. We're shutting down MGM Grand for a week. In August, 15,000 people will have at this event. I'll have Penn and Teller open up. Then I have uh, Nelly is going to be performing, oh, sick, oh, putting on shit. a concert. We have uh, Kurt Warner will be uh, uh, speaking. Oh. Then we have uh, uh, Layla Ali will be there as well. And last but not least, you ready for this one? I'm ready for Shaq. it. Oh, oh, Shaq. The diesel. After the Kobe interview, he blocked me and messaged me pissed off because that whole interview got 300 yes. million views and it was all over Are the place. Are you going to do the same thing you did I'm with Tyson him. or what do you like the same no, no, kind no, of we're, vibe? We're going to have a we'll see good conversation. Happen, it should be a good Dude, conversation because awesome. he said that's You're the stupidest guys. question you have asked. But, but here's what I did. Yeah. Let, me tell, let me tell you what happened with me. So I'm coming up in business and I'm learning from these advisors and mentors and the rule of thumb in business is what? Never talk religion, never talk sex and never talk uh uh, politics, politics, right? These are like the three things. Well, whatever mm -hmm. other things that people want to add to it. I'm like, you know what? Um, I don't know. I like talking religion. Yeah. I like talking politics. And I don't mind talking about sex because at that time I'm single. So I'm like, I'm dealing with a bunch of young guys. Yeah. Hey, they want to talk about it. Talk about it, right? Yeah. And then you are smaller. So when you're smaller and you're doing it, the risk is higher. As you're getting bigger and you're doing it, you have a little bit more credibility. But it comes to a point where you are managing expectation with the audience. And let me explain to you what I mean by this. First time I did an interview with Michael Francis and I did a mob interview and then after that I interviewed 20 other mobsters yeah. and we did a bunch of different things. But the first time I did it, I can't believe Pat did this. You should have never done this. You're an idiot, you're this. Why would you associate yourself and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's my show, it's what I'm interested in. Yeah. If you're not, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. There's 50 million other channels and I started interviewing bodybuilders. Why would a business channel interview bodybuilders? Why would you have on Dorian Yates? Why would you have on this person? Listen, I like bodybuilding. You don't like it, go elsewhere. Yeah. Then I was in, so then why is Pat talking so much politics? Why is Pat talking CIA people? Why is Pat talking to communists? This is a business channel. You shouldn't interview 10 communist professors and all these other guys. They hate America. Listen, it's my channel. Yeah. So what I'm doing in that moment with my fans, my audience, I'm managing expectations. This is what I like. You like it, great, you don't, mm -hmm. you don't like it. I think in business, like yesterday, I'm giving a message, the whole message I gave yesterday at the closing session was about politics. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the story I told, I told the following story, I said, when 9-11 happened, and uh, uh, everybody is looking around saying, wait a minute, two planes, that's the enemy? Are you kidding me? No problem. Yep. What are you, black, you're white? I don't care, where's your kid? I'm gonna go help you. Yep. Uh, you're Republican, you're Democrat. I don't give a shit if you're Republican or Democrat. Today, we're all Americans, yep. right? Yep. What happened the last two years with COVID is, we said COVID came and say China's the one that caused a lot of this. Yep. Rather than saying that's the enemy, we said, you're a Republican yep. before I'm an American. Yep. I'm a Democrat before I'm an American. We forgot yep. the fact that we're Americans first yep. before we're political issues. Now, yep. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I had dinner with George Will and I first talked politics. People said, you shouldn't talk about that. And I'm like, so I was a little bit on edge myself. I was yeah. like, man, maybe I shouldn't talk about this in business because I'm losing people, right? And then eventually I said, five years, I'm asking myself, I can't stop talking about this stuff. This is all I think about. So my managing of expectation with the audience was, this is what I talk about. If yep. you're uncomfortable, you can go to another company. Of course. But right. this is my comfort zone. So I think as a comedian, you are essentially... 
you know, because you you can get lost in seeing one guy goes viral as a comedian. Like maybe I should try that guy's style. And one guy's on. Maybe I should. And you're like, dude, that's just not my style. Yep. This is my style. What yeah. do you want me to do? And then you stick to it and you manage that expectation yep. with your audience. Hundred percent. And that's why none. I didn't lose a single fan during that entire thing. Without a doubt, everyone knows that that's my thing. So when when people come and see me live, if I don't have something that's you know really put really pushing the limit uh that's then they're not getting they what feel they like you cheated for. them yeah right. they're like exactly. what, what are you doing right. you, you all, pushed the limit all we did was laugh the whole time meanwhile i need to get them yeah. to literally go oh god yeah, or, yeah, or, Ooh, or yeah. no that's all i did when i was listening to you yeah i'm telling you i was I listening i'm that. like freaking hey this guy's <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> i love if you haven't been have you have you seen his uh, uh not live i've seen it was obviously on i YouTube. i thought i thought i thought tony's message was unreal. Hans was third. You came right before uh, uh, Joe. Uh, Joe, and then yeah. Joe came up, and Joe did what Joe did. Yeah, but uh, dude, you were just going like this. You were going like this, and it's funny watching you how you handled. At first, one of the mics wasn't working. They brought right. the new mic, and you just in control. You're dressed in your, you know, thing that you have, and you did what you did. But again, I want you to be free. Yeah. You know, I want comedians to be free. I want a comedian to offend me. Go ahead, yeah. say something. I'm yeah. Middle Eastern, Armenian, yeah. Assyrian. Say something. It's yeah. okay. I want to hear it. But, but but it better be funny. You know what I mean? Make me laugh. Bust my balls. But it better I think be funny. that's what you guys are saying. That in your world, if you can make it funny, hundred percent. Yeah. And well, let me let me ask the, you guys, Tony. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, look, I think comedians have a very necessary role in society, especially right now in America today. Yeah. I think, as far as we talked about this, whole conversation basically started on. I remember when I almost got canceled, right? Yeah. So we're talking about cancel culture right now. Comedians have a longer leash than any other person in America, whether you're a business person, CEO, whether you're a politician, whether you're just average Joe show on the street. Comedians have that ability to say, I could push the envelope. I can push the limit here. Look at from, you know, Lenny Bruce, yep. who got canceled, yeah. get thrown in jail, yeah. to Carlin. Yeah. You know, who turned from basically from a comedian to Pod, philosopher, pundit to a modern day philosopher, a pundit even. Yep. And then you have um, Richard Pryor and everything that he was doing, yep. Eddie Murphy. But like these days, right now, uh, Louis C.K. got fucking canceled. Yeah. For doing something, not even a joke, some some other stuff. Some well, other I stuff. Mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He got swept up in the Me Too movement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he but, got he got canceled by. Hollywood, though, it's correct, totally different. But I then mean, he's selling his own specials and selling out it, theaters around. Yeah, so yeah. But he got canceled. One of the best yeah. in the world. There's a but, there's a reason he's not headlining like he was before. But here, the, here's my but point. He, but he is. He's, here's my point. Okay, Dave Chappelle. They tried to cancel Dave Chappelle. Right. Yeah. Whether you believe that or not, yeah. they, they tried. tried to cancel fucking Rogan. Right. Yeah. Of course. Like everything he's like the end whole the end thing the da 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 da. But if there's anybody that's not cancelable cancelable yeah. it's the biggest the people with the biggest microphones and the, and the biggest leash mm -hmm. are comedians as yeah. a comedian do you feel a sense of responsibility to say all right things are kind of crazy here in america right now let me i gotta add my like tim Dillon is great at this kind of stuff like that right yeah. do you feel a sense of like hey, you can't cancel me i'm a freaking comedian like this is kind of my job here what are your thoughts uh, on just overall component of what uh, it's like to be a comedian and your your role in society see what i'm saying here yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah, we are. I, it's already proven. I mean, what you just said about Louis being canceled or 
Dave Chappelle being canceled or to them trying to cancel Joe Rogan, like none of that is a thing. We did 15,000 people on Wednesday. Dave Chappelle will always sell out whatever he <laughs> no wants to what. do. Yeah. Anybody that's ever seen Louie, unless you've literally had somebody in a hotel room jerk off in front of you, he didn't lose a fan. I mean, these, you know, you can't cancel that which works. If it's not funny, that's different. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But you you can't cancel comedians it's it's just impossible what you can do what the one option is is you have to hope that they get arrested like bill yeah. cosby yeah. is canceled yeah right but he's out now right? even, though, he even though he's free and if he if he does stand up he'd sell out in a heartbeat he would sell out with his and, crowd in a heartbeat bunch of creeps bill cosby would 100 percent okay. sell out yeah. in in hours uh, Arena, whatever. Trust me. So, so, but Tony just said something very important, though. Tony, if you don't mind unpacking that, you said, "But Louis C.K. got canceled with Hollywood, not canceled." Right. So, unpack what that means so to you. So he was writing and directing and producing yeah. and acting and those things. You're leaving it into these corporations' hands all yeah. of a sudden, and the second that that happens, you've given it in. You've given it to them. You know what I mean? Luckily. You know, Netflix, even Netflix was put on the pressure cooker with the Chappelle stuff. It wasn't Chappelle who was getting hurt by it. It was them, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're going, Netflix, take this down or else you're against yeah. transgender, whatever. Yeah. Which, if you listen to the joke, there's nothing to even be mm-hmm. mad at at yeah. all. It's yeah. just him covering a subject, getting laughs, being a, actually a supporter of transgender rights. But nobody listens to anything. It doesn't no. matter. And what they're saying doesn't matter. Those people that... The Twitter mobs and everything, they don't they don't care at all. They're bored. They're always looking for their next thing. And, you know, they're always moving on. But getting canceled by Hollywood, I mean, he wanted to do that stuff. And now, and I know what's going to happen, he's going to make things with his own money. And he's going to make more money because the next thing that's going to be the next thing, or perhaps the tide is turning as we're seeing with Netflix and Disney and, and HBO winning this race because why because they're they tend to stick with absolutely good content it's not about this or pandering towards this Mm -hmm. i mean the most watched most awarded show right now is succession it's the only thing that i'm really that and ozark Mm -hmm. right it's like two of the most lauded things and it's about what rich white people People making fast sums of money yeah so like Me- meanwhile, other sh- other shows are like, hey, come over here for yeah. Black History Month or it's Asian Heritage Month. We have these special Asian shows and people are starting to catch on. And like, why are you why are you pandering yeah. to me? Because that's what they think that people want, because everybody's so woke right now. And you pandering know. is the way in our world in, yeah. in being a comedian. That's the lowest form. Yeah, it's not is who's what, pandering. Yeah. yeah, is trying to. Oh, this is a black audience, so I'm going to sound a little bit blacker. Yeah, this it's is worse. I'm going to do these jokes because this, this, this. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so that leads me to what just happened with Netflix. One, one day. Okay, their stock drops thirty nine percent. They lose over fifty billion dollars in a day, folks. We're not talking like. You know, fifty billion in a year, and that's a lot of money. In a day, Jesus. they lose fifty billion dollars, fifty-two billion dollars. But let me read this to you, this article. Okay, so uh, no chill. Netflix shares drops thirty-nine percent after massive subscriber loss. Netflix tumbled thirty-nine percent on Wednesday, extending a sell-off that has set on, set it on a course for a sixty, forgive me, sixty billion dollar wipeout on a market value after the reported sharp decline in subscriber base. Netflix. Stock dropped, uh, has plunged this year. You ready? This year, in 2022. 
64%. Shocked Wall Street by losing 200,000 customers in the first quarter. The first time it has shed subscribers since 2011. It also projected it will shrink by another 2 million customers in the second quarter. So let me get this straight. So they lost 200,000, and they're saying they're going to lose 2 million more thou in the second quarter. The drop in the customers has led Netflix to break some of its longstanding rules. It will introduce a cheaper advertising supported options for subscribers in, a, in the next couple of years and will start cracking down on people sharing yeah. passwords even before. By the way, can you go to Twitter and show what I just tweeted about Netflix a couple of days ago? Go, my, go to my Twitter account if you can and go lower, go lower, go lower. Check this out. You're about to be shell shot. Keep going lower. Keep going lower. I love the short oh, hair, Right Patrick. there, right there. Make that, <laughs> make that bigger. Check this out. Love this. This is Twitter. This is Netflix tweeting this out. Wow. wow. March 10, 2017. Love what? is sharing your <laughs> password. What? And now you're saying they're going to crack it down. I think these guys completely <laughs> forgot yeah. what the hell happened with Blockbuster. Yep. How the hell did you make your money? Yep. How, how did you make your money, Blockbuster? Blockbuster had these late fees. Yeah. I'd go return a movie, and I love Blockbuster. Yeah. I was I was every Friday, Saturday, Blockbuster, I love right? It. And you'd go there, and next thing you know, boom, you got seven late fees, twenty nine yeah. bucks, twenty nine, all this other stuff. And the next thing you know, you know, hey guys, we're gonna have some more late fees, some more late fees. Yeah. Then they're wondering why they're losing sixty billion dollars, and on top of that, the shows they're coming up with lately, yeah. right? Yeah. You got one show here which shows what? This is this the show of uh yeah. it's which called he's expecting. He's expecting. Oh it came God. out today, right, I do out. believe, right? <laughs> today or yesterday. This, this is, is really came out today. fucking sharing yep. passwords, not because yeah, this that, dude is yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. Is this, did this really come out? No, yeah. I'm curious. It came out today? Yeah, today or yesterday. You yeah. know what this means? If this came out today or yesterday, millions of people just said, "We don't want to watch this kind of show." 100%. 100%. So right. so 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 then the question becomes the following. The question becomes the following. I'm going to use the example of a comedian. You go up on stage, you tell a joke, okay? This is how honest capitalism is and how honest comedy is, okay? You go up on stage and you tell a joke, all right? And how quickly, if you're testing a new joke, how quickly are you going to know in an audience of 100 people your joke sucks? How quickly? T 10 seconds. Yeah, immediately. You'll know immediately. immediately. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. How quickly will you know that new joke is freaking awesome? Immediately. Okay, yeah. so now let me ask you this. What if there's 100 people in there and you tell a joke and one person laughs? Are you going to tell that joke? Depends on how they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they're laughing hard. But here's the point. Yeah. The point is Netflix yeah. is telling the joke just to entertain one, that one yep, person. Yep, what exactly. the hell is the matter with yep. you? Years ago, I was given a sales presentation and I was 26 years old, 25 years old. Yeah. And it was the most, one of the most awkward moments of me giving a sales presentation. Okay. So I come in, because I watched the guy do that. Morgan, I said, I'm going to speak like this guy. So yeah. I go in, I said, listen, I want to say something to you guys. You know, uh, uh, we're doing a meeting. This is a very important meeting that we're having here. People flew out to be here. And uh, we have to finish in an hour. But I want everybody to stick around. I don't want anybody to get up and distract anybody else. If you are pregnant and you need to do that, no problem, totally understand, but nobody else. Yeah. So I go on my message. 30 minutes into it, one lady gets up. And she's going to the restroom. Yeah. And I said, it's okay. She can get up because she had a little, you know, little. Oh, God. Little. I said, it's totally fine. She's pregnant. She's walking. She says, oh, I'm not pregnant. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Guys. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, it was the most uncomfortable. I'm like, so now try to do this. Here's a part. How do you come back from that oh. with the other 99 people in the room? Oh. Right there, I'm saying, 
this has got to be the dumbest thing oh you've said God. from stage. 25, 27. I wanted to finish that oh meeting my God. as quickly as possible. Oh God. Netflix had a moment like that, yep. and they didn't pay attention to the screw-up, and they didn't make the adjustment. I don't understand what the hell they're going and is, through. In fact, is that, so it's not the, obviously it's not the password thing. Do they realize that it is that, what's no, happening? that's not they, Are they, because I mean, the go woke no. and go broke, I'm seeing it so much, and it's like, you see the writing on the wall. Yeah. What is going on? Like what? What you're not you're not seeing the writing on the wall. You ever have you, when you have a breakup with a girl? Yeah. Okay. Or a guy, and everybody comes. Like just a friend who comes to you and says, "Hey, I just went through a breakup." What's the first thing your friend's gonna tell you? Don't worry about it. There's more fish in the sea. And no, no, no. Friend's gonna say uh, she sucks anyway. She's exactly. Bro. She's a whore. She's exactly. <laughs> she's a Dude, anyway. You know what I found out about her? Yeah. Here's what I found yeah, out. You about know what? We all and, hooked up with yeah, her. Yeah. <laughs> We all banged her. You're like, what? What and the then, fuck are you gonna tell and me? Then, and, then, and then you're kind of like, and you're kind of like, yeah, no, you know, that's that's really why this relationship didn't work out, right? Yeah. Now flip it, yeah. flip it, and say, how many times do your friends come up to you and say, so why do you think it didn't work out? I screwed up. Yeah, it was me. It yeah. was me. It's not really. You that. think Netflix is gonna yeah, say it was go, me? My bad. Netflix is gonna say it's the girlfriend's fault. Yeah. There's one person as a business owner you never blame, and it's who? Yourself. You're, no, 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 no. There's one person you never blame. The customer? The customer. Yeah, you're right. What are you doing blaming? The, oh, it's because yeah. they're sharing passwords. No. You forgot five years ago you told them love is sharing yeah. passwords. Right. Love. They're losing their identity. They're so but, but, but full transparency, do you guys all have Netflix? Yes. I actually canceled I mean, it like can years I, can ago. I be honest? Are you being sarcastic or serious? No, I canceled it a few years I'm, ago. I'm okay. sharing my sister Veronique's. I'm, I'm sharing, she gave me, because I was paying it for myself, and I was like, no, nah. she's like, just... Get on mine. I think there's, there's four of us on so my. So you guys sister. are sharing passwords. Sharing passwords. 100%. Just so you know, there's gonna be cops outside. They already know. For you. Yeah. The way their Netflix is coming right after there. you. I see the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you got Netflix or no? Yeah, it's a shared password. Yeah, of course. Are you being serious or are you being sarcastic? I swear to God. Okay. Yeah. Why pay it for it? Why I'm would you pay for Netflix nowadays? Yeah. You know, so many people just yeah, share sharing passwords. I pay for it, but I'm bad with money. <laughs> I don't pay attention okay. to any of these things and I get them and this is what's obviously what's really happening is their content sucks right now they have nothing yeah. new out yeah. everything there's nothing Every you're always one project away from having another so many subscribers I mean House of Cards was oh, unbelievable amazing. that's what it. started it yeah. right people it are like time. you have to watch this show yep. Kevin Spacey's killing it He's you can't blink it's unbelievable and yep. that's what happens HBO same thing I mean they are they are the standard Game of Thrones was the most watched thing on TV. Uh, Sopranos was unbelievable. Yep. Every, you know, they've just they have all the they have all the awards to prove it. But most importantly, yeah. they have the people's you know attention. Succession I agree with you. is unbelievable. I'm a byproduct. Yeah, I I subscribe to Netflix. The moment a guy named Carl DeMoss, a friend who I've never met, and we met on Facebook, and we would talk shit to each other politics. And my dad said, you have to watch House of Cards. I love it. So I come home. After hearing it from these guys 50 times, I said, okay, I'm going to Tuscany, Italy. We're taking like 40 people to Italy. And the night before, I got a flight the next day. Jen's asleep with the baby. I go in the room and I said, let me watch one episode. It's probably bullshit anyway. I said, babe, we got to get this app Netflix. Yeah. So we get Netflix and then I watch one episode. And then I finished it at 7 a.m. Fuck okay? yeah, I'm I like, I, I, I Now amazing. next day, I slept on the entire flight to watch House of Cards. So you're right. Meaning... You are one show away from fixing That's this, yep, but right, they have yeah. to fix it. Right. But just, you can't do this, both. You got a great platform, right. yep. great technology. Yep. You kicked everyone's ass and you make this stupid of a mistake because yep. Point one percent of the audience is complaining. Yep. Are you yep. out of your that, mind? That's Paramount, how yeah, Paramount Plus got me five months ago. They put the new. They're so smart that they put uh, the new. The only comedy that I even watch is South Park. 
Oh, it's and, on Paramount. Oh, I didn't know that. And well, no, it's not. But they oh. put one one-hour special. They did one thing, and but you couldn't get it on YouTube. You couldn't get it on the Comedy wow. Central. You, you couldn't get it on the Hulu. All these different platforms that they're on. They're so smart. They made such a smart deal. I can't mm-hmm. imagine what they gave the oh, South God. Park guys for this. Bro, but they go the only way you can see this episode is by subscribing now to Paramount Plus wow. for whatever it is, yeah. five ninety-nine a month. However much it was, and this is what they're banking on, is that people are going to um, forget that they're subscribed to the thing. I mean, yeah. I've paid for five months for something that I watched for an hour. I don't even, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm sure like I finished membership. it, but by, it's, by, it's Can that. I ask you something, Pat? By, by the way, just, yeah. let me just say this and then and then uh, question. I think Netflix is worth 20 bucks a month. I think Netflix is worth 30 bucks a month. If you, I know it's people going to be like, Pat, you've lost your mind. Netflix has... So much content. It's worth 20, 30, 40 bucks a month. I paid 125 bucks a cable. I pay 99 bucks a month to Netflix. So this thing when people say, oh, they lost because they raised prices, bullshit. Yeah. They didn't lose because of they raised prices. Yeah. They started trying to win and bow down to a 0.1% a small, of audience yeah. thinking that's, and yeah. they screwed up. Yeah. People would be willing to pay 90, I would pay 99 bucks premium to have certain benefits over anything else, I would pay for it. So it's not a dollar thing that people are bitching about. Folks forget, just 20 years ago, we were paying 100 bucks cable. Let me say this one more time. 20 years ago, in the 90s, people were paying gladly 100 plus dollars a month for cable. So don't tell me it's the 12 bucks a month, Netflix, all this stuff. Their leadership team royally screwed up. I'm sorry, go ahead. cable, if you miss the show, it disappeared. Yeah, you never get to see it again. This is the sickest technology. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Well, look, uh, I want to get your perspective on something, not as a father, not as a consumer, not as a content creator, but as a CEO. Because for... As long as I've been doing stuff with Valuetainment for the past few years, we've actually applauded Reed Hastings for being such a brilliant CEO, right? He wrote a book called what? No Rules Rules, Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? And we've actually been singing his credit for years, okay? So I want you to put your CEO hat on right now for a second and ask yourself, okay, there's they, they clearly are having some sort of board meeting right now, being like, all right, guys, during COVID, 2020, 21, they were on top of the world. Yeah. The subscribership was up uh, bananas. Everyone yeah. was on lockdown. Up until, what, six months ago, Squid Game, which I never saw, was the biggest fucking show in the history of, yep. of Netflix, yeah. of everything. Yeah. Dude, you're the man. You're the best. You're the best CEO ever. Yeah. And now, boom, just like that, their stock has dropped, crumbled. Netflix has basically been kind of canceled by the yeah. market. Yeah. Yeah. So you as a CEO, what is Reed Hastings saying right now? He's He's got to be having like a... You know, a war room conversation with his team yeah. saying, guys, huddle up. You know, he probably has crisis a crisis mode. He probably has a picture of that, that pregnant Asian guy, <laughs> and he's like, I don't ever want to see yeah. this shit again. So let me tell you what I just yeah. did. Here's what I just did. I just went on Crunchbase, and I looked at who sits on their board. It's the first thing I did. Okay. You got Rich Barton, who sits on their board. You got Timothy Haley, who sits on their board since 98. You got Jay Hoke, who sits on their board since 99. You got Ann, who's been sitting there since 2010. You got Ann Sweeney, who's been there since 2015. Brad Smith, who's been there since 2015. And then you got Matthias Dupfner, who's been there since 2018. And then you got Reed, who's been there since 97. Okay. Mm Do you remember when the whole thing happened with Twitter and everybody was bashing, you know, Jack Dorsey's this, Jack Dorsey's that, Jack Dorsey's this, just, it's Jack, I can't believe Jack Dorsey, you know, kicked a suspended or, you know, silenced Trump and Jack was right. kind of like playing the, you know, neutral side and I was like, oh, it's all Jack Dorsey's fault. 
And then Jack Dorsey resigns and boom, he kind of works his way out. I think May's going to be his last month to be the executive chairman. And a new guy comes in and takes over like, oh shit, Jack was actually not as bad as the new guy is, right? The new guy changing him, all this other stuff. And now, you know, uh, uh, Musk is talking about potentially buying uh, Twitter. And in doing so, he's thinking about doing something with Dorsey. Why is Dorsey's name being mentioned again in something like that? So anyways, so the point is, I don't know if it's Reed. As a company gets bigger, you know, certain things you no longer are as involved in, especially their model. If you've ever read their book, No Rules Rules, they'll give you a budget and they'll say, go do whatever you want to buy and you don't even need to get it approved by us. That's their model. Like you can go buy a six and a half million dollar project and you don't even need to buy the runner by Reed Mm -hmm. and a lot of their C-suites. I love that we're going to start implementing that at Valuetainment. I really- You're so funny. (laughs) Go for it. so, So the point is, the point is, I don't know how much of it is him right now, but I can tell you right now, mm-hmm. you affected people's pockets. Yep. There are people who had $5 million in Netflix stock, yep. and you just cost that person that had $5 million in Netflix stock, you cost them $2 million in a day. Yeah, One crazy. day, $2 million. And that person, uh, 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 Tyler, mute yourself. That person who just lost $2 million in a day, that person is not sitting on the sidelines saying, Oh, it's okay, Reed. Yeah. We trust you. Yeah, no, 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 no. They're getting emails. Yeah. They're losing their minds. They're calling their broker. Then Morgan's calling these guys. And Goldman's probably already had a call with them. Anybody that's yeah. given them money, they got lo- there's a lot of difficult calls they're going through. And typically in situations like this, you have to regroup. You have to bring new leadership team in. Mm-hmm. You got to fire some people. You got to let some people go. They've gone, they've gone through this before. You're saying fire people from the board? Yeah. How does that work? Not, not from the board. You can't? You, no. you need to bring right. some new people to the board. They got eight. They need to add three more because 11 is an odd number. But there's some moves I'd be making if I was them. But if they don't move too quickly, shit's going to get very ugly. And by the way, Bank of America is not even saying to hold. So, so the market's not even putting them in the hold category. You know how there's a buy, hold, and sell category? Yeah. They're in the sell category. Jeez. They're not even in the hold category. So people are not even saying it's over, meaning... Brace for impact, mm-hmm. it's gonna go lower. I didn't say that. A lot of the analysts let, are let saying Let me go that. one step deeper with yeah. you. You know how we play that game with uh, with a lot of the people? Okay, yeah. who are the most important? Uh, yeah, um, CEO, board member. No, no, not so much that. Like uh, yeah. universities, uh, social media. Yeah. How, do you, how do you describe yeah. that? The, mo- the most influential parts mm-hmm. of society. What is, what is the, what are the reasons, the top five reasons that, that Netflix is, is it, is it because they're, they, they, you know, pandered to woke culture? Is it because of content? Is it because of competition? Bro. Because of Paramount, Disney, and Amazon? Like, what are the three or four reasons yeah. that this is happening? It can't just be, well, their content isn't that good, the, or because they got a pregnant guy. There's got to be some business reasons. You know what's one of the worst things that happens to athletes? To come, I saw a Conor McGregor video I showed yesterday in front of the guys, and when he says, you know, uh, people say a loss is really going to be bad, and blah, 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 blah. He says, let me tell you what's worse than a loss that can ruin your career, a win. Uh, when you win, you get softer. When you mm-hmm. win, you show up a little later. When you win, you get a little cockier. When you win, you become casual. When you win, natural instinct to most people. These guys have been winning for too long. It's yeah. like, how many consecutive quarters have you been kicking mm-hmm. ass? Yeah. you gotten cocky. You're throwing your weight around. You're like, oh, we got a Grammy. We got the Oscars. And all the original. Yeah. Here's who we are. And, and the market just said, listen, bro, chill out. Yep. Yes, you're a billionaire. Yes, you got a lot of money. Salute for producing a great product. And putting a company that almost bought you out for fifty million box block blockbuster, <laughs> you put an eight billion dollar out. But this is capitalism. Customers comes first, yep. and you just screwed up. Yep. So it doesn't matter. They royally screwed up because they've been winning for too long. I and maybe it. the yeah. best thing that happened is an L that they just took. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
<clears throat> I saw it with Comedy Central. At their, I mean, they're still a channel technically, but they're not famous for their content, their original content now. You know, I don't know anything that's on their network that isn't a rebought. Like, they're just running office reruns now. Yep. But it wasn't that way. Back in 2009, 2010, I was writing on a show called The Burn with Jeff Ross, uh, the Roastmaster General. And um, I remember sitting at the table for one of the our first, like, important meetings that we had to clean up the writer's room for. There were some Comedy Central execs coming in, like, whoop-de-whoop. And they came in, and I remember at one point, literally, uh, one of them said the words... Because someone had brought up Netflix. And in 2009, Netflix wasn't really, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was coming. And I think it was even me that mentioned, like, you know, Netflix does this thing where they don't have commercials, blah, 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 whatever we were talking about. And I remember the Comedy Central exec, who is since fired, not Mm -hmm. a board member, and a regular executive, someone who's supposed to decide what gets a second season or what who we should work with and all these things. And I remember him specifically saying, we are Comedy Central. We are the comedy go-to on cable. And people will always come back to us. Can't be like that. No way. This is not how market works. You're in the room when this happens. He was gone gone two or three years later. (laughs) And not only is he gone, but... And these guys, you know, again, Hollywood, they all hire each other's friends. I know uh, he's these guys are all executives at Apple now and here now and Netflix now, by the way, because they need people with resumes that look like they were doing something. But meanwhile, they they were sinking the ship as it was going on. They they buried this show, which was hilarious. Granted, I'm a little bit biased because I was one of the writers on it. But I mean, all these shows that should have been pushed, they hide behind reruns of something for example you don't get to decide when if you get picked up you don't get to decide where your new show goes executives are making bad decisions after bad decisions they debut a new show but they're putting it after reruns of this old show and so by putting you in a position they're already deciding that you're going to be canceled because they're going to go your viewership's down meanwhile you could put a shitty show after right after a good show yeah. and they and get picked watch. up because the, yep. the people are already there your tv was on the channel we, so it's harder to turn the channel yeah. than it is to put it on we talked about this during dinner with joe about disney if you remember when when you know a name came up he's like i know this person i'm not going to mention what it right. was but i know this person i know this person so by the way uh, somebody just commented in the comment section so they made me take a look at this ackman loses more than 430 million dollars in one day mm. because of netflix what? okay so this is Bill this ackman. is when it gets scary because people like this start calling when carl icon lost money with aig mm-hmm. do you know what carl icon did within two months every day he bullied the CEO until they had to they had to fire the CEO and the CEO had to step down. Guys like this have so much power where they're making, these are the guys you don't want to piss off. Like you know how in Russia they talk about Putin and say, so who should Putin worry about? And what yeah. do they say? The family, the oligarchs, you know, the, yeah, the, the oligarchs. Yeah, the yeah, oligarchs the that is, if, they, if they say anything, you don't want, this is oligarch is who it is. Ackman is part of the oligarch uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you look at it from that standpoint. But you know, you said something and it made me think about this. I've been processing the understanding of the meaning of fear in a different way. There's certain words in my life I want to have I want to have a better understanding of what this word means. I was always curious about the word lazy, like why are we lazy? And then you know, more I did, I realized okay, boredom stems, you know, from laziness. If somebody gives a boring joke, you're going to become lazy and your body gets tired. Great, I want to know what it means to be lazy. But fear 
it's so confusing because we've been campaigned with the shirt that we all wore as kids that said what? No fear. Yeah. No yeah. fear. Bullshit. I'm I'm probably extremely afraid. And <laughs> let me explain to you what, what I meant by this. So somebody's asking me the question and explaining fear. I'm like, let me tell you when I go back and actually pause, like you know how we all say the answer because the right thing to say. And like, is that really who I was? Yeah. Let me think. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty scared guy. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? I was so afraid of my dad dying and my kids yeah. never meeting him because I never met my grandma. Mm-hmm. I never met my grandpa. You have no idea how scared I was out there. I would have nightmares in the middle of the night. It's not fear of, oh my God, I feared this. But it was such a fear that created such a sense of urgency for me to get to work because now that fear is gone because all my kids know him so mm-hmm. well and they love him. They love their grandpa. Yeah. That fear is gone. Now the next fear is, I don't want to walk my daughter down the aisle and she marries a schmuck in that <laughs> moment I've given him up, yeah. given her up. And I'm like, you're an idiot. And yeah. she chose to marry you because daddy made some bad choices and yeah. I was lazy and now I have to deal with a moron Forever. like you. <laughs> I want her to choose to marry a moron yeah. because she chose to marry a moron, yeah. not choose to marry a moron because he makes 60 grand a year and he's going to support. I don't, want, I don't want that to be the reason from a place of fear, mm-hmm. right? Netflix is not afraid right now, mm-hmm. and they should be afraid. Yeah, I think the so. The market too. is not afraid right now. Right. When you get cocky, you lose fear. You have to be reminded you need to get scared again. Mm-hmm. You need to play scared. Netflix is not playing scared. The same went with Disney. What does Disney do? Disney comes out and they say what? Well, you know, 50% of the characters we do are going to be part yeah. of the LGBT. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you mean to tell me 50% of America is part of LGBTQ community? That's nope. what it is? Mm-hmm. Nope. That's what we're going to do. And the stock six months we talked about this, it mm-hmm. drops yeah. 25% while during that time the market only dropped 0.6%, right? And then what happens this week? Here's what happens this week with Disney. Disney goes to Florida and DeSantis, who is <laughs> an boss. expert in bullying yeah. bullies, yep. does the following. Disney to lose special tax status in Florida. Amid, don't say gay, clash, the Boston Globe. Disney usually gets whatever it wants in Florida. That era ended Thursday when the Florida House voted to revoke Disney World's designation as a special tax district, a privilege that Disney has held for 55 years, effectively allowing the company to self-govern its 25,000-acre theme park complex. The Florida Senate voted Wednesday to eliminate the special zone, which is called the Reedy Creek Improvement District, having cleared the way to this outcome with a formal proclamation Governor DeSantis will almost certainly make the measures official by adding his signature. It would take effect in June of next year. The swift effort to dissolve Reedy Creek has been widely seen as a brazen retaliation after Disney's paused political donations in the state and condemned the no education law that opponents call don't say gay. You know what this reminds me of the following. Let me tell you what happens. Years ago, uh, L. Ron Hubbard was able to get through his lawyers to get Scientology to get the tax status as a religion. Yeah. Okay. When that happened, it was a fantastic situation for them because they can take all the money they want and guess what? You yeah, don't pay no any taxes. taxes. Yeah. When I was in LA, our office was in Woodland Hills. We moved it to Burbank Glendale. Do you know why? Because Hollywood has a contract with tech, with California that they have certain tax advantages mm-hmm. in California. To show you what this means, this is like the government all of a sudden saying Scientology is not a religion, you're a business, you're getting taxed. This is like the state of California telling Hollywood, screw you, you no longer have those tax benefits. That's how big of a thing just happened to Disney just yesterday. 
Yeah, and, and breaking I, news that he just signed the bill. Just I love it. Fantastic. Yeah, just that, was, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, Pat, and, and and I still live in LA, but you know, just for everybody knows, I'm moving to Florida ASAP. Uh, and it's not a joke. I'm serious. It's insane how the view of California that don't say gay bill because that's what people think the bill's actually called. The word gay is not in the bill at all. It's like an education something. What pisses me off the most? It's not even the bill because basically it's saying kindergarten through. I think third, third grade. grade. Yeah. Nothing about sex. Nothing about you. The kids in kindergarten. You're learning. You're digging, and you're like, you're a boy. You're. That doesn't bother me. You know what pissed me off the most are the teachers that were going online and recording, going, "What the? We want to teach that." Like teachers that were furious because now they can't teach sex and stuff to kindergarten kids. Like mm-hmm. the anger of Pathetic. leave us alone. We still want to do this, and it's, it's yeah. just it's it's like you sound disgusting. Like you understand what you're sounding like. But but and, but but the point is the following. Here's the point. You have no idea how excited I am right now. I love it. Let me tell you why I'm so excited right now. Let me tell you why I'm so excited right now. I said this to Jose. Jose and I were Jose Gaetan and I were exchanging texts yesterday. It was just it was, this has been a special last four days. I am so excited because in life, here's how this works: you go to a bar, you get into a fight. Say you're a tough guy, mm-hmm. and you push your weight around. You beat one guy up. No, no, you beat another guy up. No, you beat another guy. Up. So after a month or two months or three months, you beat everybody up, and yep. you're the tough guy at that bar. Mm-hmm. There's one guy that's sitting in the corner quietly. Yeah, he ain't saying shit. <laughs> yeah, and then one day you pick on him. It's over. And you pick on that guy, and then you realize you're officially not the toughest guy in the bar. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get your ass handed to you. He's gonna publicly embarrass you. Mm-hmm. I was in the army, mm-hmm. and we in our boot camp we were all fighting. Okay, and it was a circle, and we would that's how we would get rid of our testosterone. We're fighting. <laughs> So I'm fighting and I'm be- and I have no clout to fight. I've never done UF. I've never yeah. done MMA. Nothing. You're I'm not, not a take one. Nothing. Just Zero. Fighting. I'm just. Yeah. So my nose has been broken one too many times, right? Both. So I'm fighting. I'm like, oh, so I feel so good. I'm like, oh, look, look let me tell you who I am. Yeah. So the reputation I got, yeah. right? A guy shows up in the circle. There's 200 guys okay. that are wanting to fight, and yeah. one by one by one, guy shows up. He's five six five seven, yeah. maybe 130 pounds. He says, "Do you mind?" <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, I'd, I'd love to fight you. Oh, great. I, said, I said, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, of course. So, And this is before UFC. So you yeah. didn't know who knew how to fight back yeah. then. Nowadays, yeah. you don't want to fight because yeah. anybody knows how to fight. Yeah, now. for sure. If they say, do you mind, you should. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> do you mind? Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. That's the, the scariest way. shit but I've ever heard right before What do you say in front of 200 people? Yeah. Please tell so me I this said, isn't Felix. But you got, no, Felix can't fight anybody. Felix just talks shit. And we have to fight for Felix. No, so This guy comes and he says, can I fight you? We fight. Let me take Took what, him six seconds. What ethnicity was he? No, no, he was a uh, 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 he was a black uh, guy, eighteen year old black kid like me, and he was from Florida or Ohio. Yeah. And I say, in all of a sudden, bam, I'm on the floor. I'm like, dude, Jesus what Christ. the? So what does it matter with you? He says, I'm the Florida State champion in high school. I said, why don't you tell me something like that? Yeah, come on. He says, well, I thought it would have ruined the surprise. So So I said, listen, man, this is great. We became good friends. What can I get you? So the point is the following: in life, you're eventually going to realize. Who's out there? Today, the market is starting to tell you, stop bullying us. People are waking up. Elon Musk is fed up and he's done with these bullies and now he's bullying bullies. Good. Mm -hmm. Guys like Rogan are bullying bullies. 
Guys like Bill Maher are sick of it. Bill, think about Bill, Bill Maher is, is sick. Who's Bill Maher? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I sent something to John Stewart two days ago because his show. Did you guys hear about John Stewart's show? Yeah, he's reading. Pull, pull up tanks, what I said right? to John Stewart on Twitter. John Stewart's show comes out and they he tanked. We're, they only have forty thousand listeners. He's like, we're racist. And he sends a tweet. He sent right there. Read his tweet. He says, "Holy shit! Just think how bad." Actually, click on his tweet and then go back because you have to see what he's tweeting. Holy shit! Just think how bad. It'll get in season two, and they uh, upped our episode order. WTF, right? And it's the he gets forty thousand viewers. And then here's what I said, John: You're one of the best to uh, ever do it, if not the goat. However, here's some feedback if you're open to it. Carry on if you're not. I feel you have a unique voice. I feel the market is filled with those on the left and the right who are 100% loyal to their party and not America. Click on it so I can read the rest of it. Yeah, click on that and go below it. I said, I feel 20% of the market who is in the middle is sick of it. The 40% on the left or the right who doesn't think the other side gets anything right, we both know that's not true and semi-arrogant to believe that. Take a comedian entertainer like yourself, Russell Brand, Joe Rogan, Bill Maher, Dave Chappelle, and a few others who use comedy to take shots at people on both sides of the aisle. What gets annoying is when they, you, only pick on one side and play politics. Loyal to the people whose birthday parties and functions you attend. I believe you have an opportunity to help unite America. Bill Maher has gained new audience because he's calling out his own side. You hesitate to do that for some reason. It could be fear or comfort zone or something else, not sure. You were the goat of the original political satire inter interviews. You cornered people. Stephen Colbert tried to be you, but he missed the mark. Bill Maher has gained a new ton of followers because yeah. he's shown he can reason. He can call out BS. So much as you may not like this message, but maybe taking a bit of responsibility and owning up to it could change the game. Not selling out. Stay core to your values and principles, but strengthen them by seeing flaws in them. They may not be 100% right. Again, carry on if this was a waste of your time to read. That was perfect. There you, go. there you go. I see some of these guys and I say, dude, maybe you're wrong. Yeah. And guys like him only have 40,000 40, listeners. Yeah. How the hell do you realize Rogan, Rogan has, if we do the math, 40,000 times 10 is 400,000 mm -hmm. times 100 is 4 million. Mm -hmm. Rogan has 300 times <laughs> more listeners than Jon Stewart. Stewart. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not three times, folks. No. 300 100. times more than Jon Stewart. Just because. You're worried about those parties you're not going to go to. 100%. It's pathetic to me if you How ask me. How much do you think Jon Stewart is kicking himself or giving up the Daily Show for Bro, whatever this thing is I don't is even right know now. what the hell that is. But even who's the, the Noah guy? I mean, Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah yeah. barely, barely talks, uh, talks shit. Like, I think I saw one clip where he was actually like, you know, Joe Biden's, you know, messing up and hope Trump. I can't believe he actually said it. But like you said, too, Patrick, uh, like when I see Bill Maher now, I'm like, whoa, is he shifting? One of my, my cousin Mike was like, I think he's shifting because he knows nobody wants to listen to your bullshit anymore. A lot of people are, right? Wake have, up. You, have, have any of your friends from uh, the right gone closer to the left? Anybody no. right of center going farther no. left? One like, guy. oh, jeez. Uh, you know really? No, no, no. No, listen to what he said. I agree with him. People who were on the far right who have gone a little bit more left. Yes, I agree. He's not saying they went from right to left. Yeah. He's saying you were far, far right. And yeah. let's just say you were right of mega. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. going to be a little bit more here. And I'm going to be, I don't know, pick a name. I'm going to be more like DeSantis or I'm going to yeah. be more like this. Right. Yeah. So I have seen that happen where mm -hmm. people are making that shift. Yeah. But a lot of people who were on the far left have gone to left. Oh, yeah. And now in the center, center. slightly yeah. right. Yeah. And that's the part. I'm almost seeing like if this is the pendulum, 
Some people are going and they're kind of going here. And it yes, cracks me up. Staying. People are trying to. I saw something the other day. They had, I can't even remember the article, but they had Rogan's face on with Ann Coulter yeah. and DeSantis oh, and yeah. Trump and something. And I'm literally, these people. Right are wing. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he is an LA liberal. I mean, that's what he was yeah. at least. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's all. It's all You're insane. Saying there it is. Yeah, yeah it's Rogan. that one. MSNBC. It was, yeah, look they have him too. on with these people because he's a right wing hate monger Bro, is what they're saying there. Meanwhile, he had Bernie Sanders. I can't believe it's, it's go, Washington Post. Yeah. They canceled lives of TikTok. Is, yeah, they canceled it. Let me remind that, you, this is the guy that endorsed Bernie Sanders yeah. for president of the United States. Yeah. And now he's a right winger because uh, he's big because yeah. he has and, a, and, the and most Pat, successful show. And Adam, lives of uh, TikTok is just uh, uh, it's retweeting that's people retweeting. that fucking make videos themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Retweeting a, a teachers that are t speaking in front of a camera in their own house mm -hmm. or their office, and this, she's just reposting it, and they canceled her. Is that is that insane? Well, and then the same girl that wrote this article went out on CNBC and cried. Cried cried on air because she had such a hard time because people were doxing her yeah, and, coming. and there were mobs. And yeah. what does she do? She, she goes to, to this girl's house. Yep. Right to her family's house, starts yeah. banging on the door, yep. and then proceeded to dox her and reveal yeah. her identity. Yep. And the girl who ran the account is now in hiding. Yeah, she put her address in it. She did exactly but, but what that faking crime was. What I'm about. trying to say to you, mm -hmm. this doesn't work, man. Nope. You can't bully for too long. Yep. Somebody really shows up, and mm -hmm. then you have to really straighten up your act. Every kid learns this. Some learn it at a young age. Some learn it at a teenage age. But every kid learns it. Some companies, it takes them a while to learn it. We start off as a small insurance company. We had 60 agents and we grew. Now we have licensed 35,000 agents, 20,000 active agents, and we've grown. But every day I'm still, you know, there's there's got to be that fear of, even though you got this, it's, it's market. Yeah. It's competition. You can't be arrogant about it. A lot of these guys are getting arrogant about it. By the way, did you see Jen Psaki crying yeah. on that podcast? Well, yeah, Ooh. I did. She was did crying. Did you see that or no? no did she was she crying She about? was crying because she was, of the... Go ahead, tell the, she, she was crying... Uh, because of the DeSantis, the law being put into thing where that you can't teach. She's thinking it's the most messed up thing that you can't teach. She's th again, she's saying that it's it's anti, you know, anti-gay. Yeah, she and says, how can you do this to, to kids, kids. Who, are, who are going through this? And if they want to be trans, you have to let them be in. And then she starts crying. She says, you don't know how much this hurts me. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Actress. I'm watching. I'm like, wait, what? My but, buddy Tim Dillon had yeah. the best take on that. I can't remember the exact tweet, but it was basically like, uh, it, one, it, the, he quote tweeted one of these teachers that was like, how am I not supposed to talk to if I have a if I tell my students that I had a wonderful weekend with my gay lover like how why would I not be allowed to do that um and <laughs> Tim Dillon goes you know that's cool and all but my the all, everyone knows that all the best teachers are like this mysterious these mysterious yeah. figures you didn't know anything <laughs> about them they came in with yep. a ratty jacket yep. and ratty hair mm -hmm. and taught you actually learned shit yep. they never talked about their personal lives you nope. didn't know what car he drove you didn't know Nothing. where he lived yeah and you so, didn't know his first name no, right no, first no. Said, no. mrs williams she's in she's out boom yeah, yeah. and then what was the what was the kicker to that but that's it it was just that you know sometimes his takes are more brilliant than they are you know hysterical but that was it it's like it really got me to thinking like yeah what are we talking about here why yeah. would you need to know your the personal lives of your teacher yeah 
on any level, not to mention, I mean, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And what you, I don't know about you guys, Patrick. I, the only time I learned about sex as a child, and I remember the room, I, don't, I forgot how young I was. It was just a slideshow quick of mm -hmm. the male body parts, the female body parts. It was awkward. Everybody was kind of, you know, giggling. That was it, bro. It was up to our parents, but you know, Middle Eastern parents, there's no birds and bees. It's just like, you better figure it out on your own. But it was one day in class. Why, why the anger? It's, it, what bothers me is the anger of, why can't we teach them what we want? It's like, bro, relax. Let the parents teach their kids about yeah. sex. And, and honey, there's, you know, think about, dude, kindergarten, you, you know how confusing it is just to be a kindergarten. Like, they're, they're kids trying to feel like you're a boy, but you could be a girl, but you could change it on Thursday. You could, it's too much mm -hmm. information for a child, bro. Wait. Wait down the road. They're gonna trust me. They're gonna see it if they're watching Netflix. I'm expecting they're gonna see it when they get older. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kids used to figure it out on their own when they when you saw the picture of yeah. the male genitalia. Yeah. Either you felt something in your belly, <laughs> yeah, or exactly. you didn't. Exactly. Or when you saw the female genitalia, you're like, ooh, something about that I like. <laughs> exactly. Or you didn't. Yeah. Like there period. was no. They weren't like, here's what to do with this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, let me, let me, and just, you could get rid of yours. I'm going to throw you guys a completely different angle here. With yeah. the, I actually really enjoy that. These people are trying to force these beliefs down people's throats because <laughs> what's happening right now, I don't, yeah. I'm not saying whether you're on the left or on the right is that at the end of the day, common sense is prevailing. Of yeah. course. And at the end of the day, people are like, I yeah. don't know about this, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. I don't, why is it like any, t I don't care what side you're on. Anytime you just like, what, what? What's going like on? Like that look, whatever that look, yeah. I just like, what, that thing? It's not adding up. It's not making sense. Yeah. And I and, and and whether you were on the on the left and you didn't see what, or you saw what Trump was doing, you're like, I don't know about this. Or you're on the right and you're or just a common sense person and you're seeing this don't say gay stuff and this Disney stuff yeah. and, then, and you're just like, ah, it's a losing proposition. Yeah, At the end of the day, Common sense is what people yearn for yeah. and what they gravitate to. And yeah. if you're on the side of like pandering to your point, Tony, of to like a small segment of society, you're gonna fucking lose. Yeah, right. But it's it just it just boggles my mind how and I'm not I'm not right, I'm not left, I'm I'm just in the middle. How this side, this presidency, this administration, they had talked all that trash. Trump's gone, right? Mm -hmm. They had all this time to at least pick somebody. They went with Joe Biden, whatever. He's a familiar face. 81 million votes. I still can't believe it. You had all this time to make a, a stand and change and really make a difference. What have, what have they done? And I hate when people just say infrastructure. I don't, I don't care about infrastructure. Everything is going wrong. Nothing is going right. You had all this time. You talked all this shit about Trump. What are you guys doing? And nothing. And they're just with shit like this, like mm -hmm. the, the White House, Jen Psaki is furious and crying because it's not cool not to teach these kids about sex and gender. But they're going to pay the price for this I mean, the there's, you're seeing, like, I mean, you're going to see it. Yeah, let, me I tell think you, so. let me tell you what's going to happen. Let me tell you, okay, <laughs> this is so ridiculous how idiotic they are when it comes down to strategy. Mm -hmm. There's two different ways. What's the saying? Would you rather win the battle or the war? The war. The war. Okay, these guys are all winning battles. Let yeah. me explain. The more they do this, okay, the more they play this game mm. and pushing whatever down kids' throat, mm. uh, every pastor and church right now mm -hmm. is going to be using that message and grow attendance. You're right. Because here's how pastors going to use it. They're going to say, how many of you are sending your kids to public school? If you're sending your kids to public school and you're worried about the values and the principles, there's never been a more important time to plug your wow. kids into a church because yep. the school's not going to do it. So their stupid ideas and philosophies is going to help the organization they least want to yeah, help. Exactly. And number two, all this bullshit they're feeding a parent 
who's sitting there who was okay doing what they were doing. Now they're saying, no, my kids are going to go to a Christian private school or a private school that's Catholic or a private school that's whatever, that's teaching strong yep. values and principles. Mm -hmm. I'll bust my ass to make that additional $1,000 to send them to private school. Private schools are going to go up. Public school are going to get their asses handed to them. Homeschooling is going to go up. They're, they don't realize how strategy and you know war works. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work the way they're doing it. Mm -hmm. They're idiots. I'm telling you I right believe now. It. They're idiots. I, I'm seeing it. Short term, they yeah. will win. Yeah. Long look what DeSantis. How do you I think Disney's board is sitting right now, sitting saying, guys, fifty since nineteen so for fifty five years we've not paid any taxes. Yep. The hell did you guys just do? Yeah, we went woke. Right. By the way, do you know how much money that is? That's insane. Do you know how much money that oh is? Oh my god. You're not talking about like a couple million. You're talking real money. Billions. That's called stupid <laughs> is what it's called. Yeah. Dumb. Stupid. Yeah, big You time. made certain things you said that is stupid and yep. you had freedom and now you don't. Yep. Now you're paying a price for it. But I mean, way, what did they say the other day? Like they're not going to stop calling kids boys and girls. Well, dude. They're going to only call kids dreamers and fairy bells and or whatever the hell that oh is. And, and, and is this boys and girls. Is this a life? And I, I think, Tony, I want to know your guys' honest opinion. I think personally that that whole she, he, the, them, that started because the generation, I think one or two after me, hitting your kids became taboo because you know this. If I went to my father and he's like, Vinny, come here. And I was like, excuse me, dad, as a Middle Eastern father. And I went, it's he, them, they, or whatever. He would have been like, they are moving the fuck out of this house today. <laughs> like it's, I'm not saying beating your kids, but that generation where you can't even talk, I'll be like, listen, relax, chill. Like, cause now it's, it's just free falling. I saw somebody that was like, they, it was the, on a certain days it was yep. the, them, she, and I'm like, if you think I'm gonna fucking take the time to be like, what's today and what are you? I, I, I can't, bro. That's why I'm moving out of California. See, I, can't they, do it. I, I have I have two emotions right now: a ton of excitement and confidence, and a ton of fear, which <laughs> combine it together produces urgency. Yeah, is what it produces. Beautiful, and I'm good with that. Yeah, I good. want whatever that produces. Elon Musk, Twitter investment could be bad news for free speech. You guys saw this on Wapo, right? Hey, yeah. yeah. Just real quick, for your daily dose of irony, right? What does that first line say? Elon Musk just bought. A three billion dollar stake in Twitter because when you're the world's richest human, you can toss billions around like right. yeah. Who the fuck owns the Washington Post? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff right? Bezos, <laughs> the second richest yeah. person in the world. Yeah, you that, can never undercover. Uh, that. Yeah, Tyler, <laughs> you've been waiting for this I moment, it. Tyler. Man, <laughs> it's freaking. I'll go check this out. Let me take. Crazy. The, how many guys know how how the poison pill works? You know the poison pill that everybody's saying. Well, they're going to use the poison pill. You've heard of poison mm -hmm. pill, but do you know what that actually means? No, explain okay. that. So Tom and I were talking about this and Tom made a very good point about the poison pill. Here's how poison pill works. So they're sitting there, they're saying, it's, it's a defensive strategy by a target from to prevent or discourage a potential hostile takeover by acquiring a company. Okay, so they want to prevent uh, Musk from taking over Twitter. Now, yeah. Twitter stock is 40 some dollars, $42 when Musk says I'll buy it for $52. Yeah. It's like a number like that that yeah. you're saying, right? So if you had a million dollars of Twitter stock. Okay. Somebody offered to buy it for 20% higher today and it's not worth it. Yeah. And that didn't happen. How much did it cost you? $200,000, yep. right? So the board's using a poison pill to not allow Musk to buy it. Well, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Say they succeed okay. and they don't let Musk buy it. Yeah. Musk is going to sell his 9.2% that he originally bought yeah. from Twitter. Yeah. Or Twitter stock from $42, what is it going to drop to? To $30 to $25. Now watch this. If Twitter stock drops mm -hmm. from $42, he offered $52. Yeah. If it drops from $42 to $25, so 
Do you know what happens to the board? The board gets a massive, massive lawsuits from shareholders. Do you know why? Because every board's responsibility is who? Shareholders. You're responsible for shareholders. So this poison pill is gonna backfire on Twitter again. They're playing, they're trying to win the battle, which they will, Mm -hmm. they could, and Musk is playing the war. Exactly. He's gonna win the war. They have no clue. What they're pretty much doing is the following. Here's what they're doing. They're going to get their asses handed to them. Then they're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to save Elon Musk $20 billion yep. because Elon's going to buy it for $20 billion less than he is today. You yep. may as well take that money today yeah. and let this guy do his do thing. Yeah. So this, even this poison pill strategy mm-hmm. is going to be one of the most publicly embarrassing situations for them. Yeah. So this is why you trust capitalism and you know that eventually when you bully and, people, yep. there's gonna be people showing up that bully the and, bully. And, and, and uh, Patrick, and all this, all this for him to make the platform someplace where you, everybody can have their opinion because you guys all know this. One side is winning, the, I don't care what anybody says, they're winning that, that canceling and your, your voice cannot be, bro, look, how many uh, things were taken down just because you know, you know fact checkers and some of the fact checkers, like the guy from uh, Reuters, the owner of Reuters sits on the board of Pfizer. So you know what I mean? It's, isn't that like a con- conflict of, of, of interest when you're on the board of fact-checking shit that people like try to ask questions about Pfizer? That's, you know what it's, I mean? It's way, it's way too much, man. It's just way, by the way, did you see what Dorsey said about Brian Stelter? Can you pull up that tweet? The reliable guys, sources? No, I, 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 I don't know if you guys name. saw what Dorsey said about uh, Brian Stelter. So, uh, so can you make that bigger so I can read that? So, so Brian Stelter says, Tucker Carlson always selling the same thing. Uh, he is selling doubt. And then Jack responds a minute later, and you all are selling hope? Oh, God, that's hilarious. That's from Jack. Wow. Then everybody says, shit, Jack is defending Tucker, and he continues, not defending a thing. I'm holding up a mirror. Beautiful. Is what he says, right? So think about for Jack to say that to Brian Stelter. Yeah. I mean, Jack is supposed to be part of that camp. So then we all know what happened with CNN Plus. Let me read some of these statistics to you folks. Here's what happened with CNN Plus. CNN Plus will shut down April 30th, just one month after launch, okay? This is a $300 million investment that was lost. Warner Brothers Discovery has decided to shut down CNN Plus just weeks after its launch. This is not a decision about quality. We appreciate all the work, ambition, and creativity that went into building CNN Plus, an organization with terrific talent and compelling programming, right? Chris Licht, chairman and CEO of CNN Worldwide, said, but our customers and CNN will be best served with a simpler streaming choice. Warner Media launched a standalone new service less than a month ago on March 29. It garnered less than 10,000 active viewers in two weeks after its launch. The company said customers will receive prorated refunds on subscription. Thank God, but $300 million was lost with the launch. And they brought Chris Wallace from Fox. Imagine, he doesn't have a job right now. how pissed off has, he has to be. He was at Fox for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. And he left for CNN Plus. Yeah. Oh. And did you see any of the content? They had oh, like Don really? Lemon cooking with his mom on FaceTime and the, there was no Wi-Fi, so you couldn't even see her. Uh, uh, who's the white hair guy? Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper was in his kitchen and he's like, I'm gonna do this segment, but my kids sleep. like na-. It was just it horrible. Kim Kardashian marriage to former basketball player Chris Humphrey, 72 days, lasted two and a half days. <laughs> you messing with me, buddy? 32. This is what you're doing? You that know real, what? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Did you, did you did it show it? Like, uh, does John, do you have that up or no? Um, 
$300 million CNN Plus wow. lost this. Don Lemon. First of all, is there anybody more boring than I Don hate, Lemon? I hate He's right. so boring. Yeah. Ugh. Have you ever tried listening to him? I, no. I, in the gym, you know, all the gyms in LA, it's CNN on every, dude, it's, it's torture when you're running. It gets me angry because they plaster it on everything. Wow. And it's just him sitting there judging and talking shit about everybody. I hate that guy. I really hate him. He, what what part of Florida are you moving to? To Fort Lauderdale. Hell yeah, I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Texas was on the plate, but what do you mean, me too? I know. No, I, lo- I, that, I this, these are my places. I met the governor. I met Ron DeSantis last uh, Saturday at the UFC. Oh, great! He won. Him and Rogan met during in like the That's middle right. of it. There was yeah. like a great. there's like a break between the yeah. the ESPN one the part and the and when they switch over to pay per view and we had like seven minutes. Yeah, and. So Rogan and me and his crew, Cam Hayes and all these people, we jetted to this green room that they had cornered off with DeSantis and his entire like 40 person oh, entourage. Oh, people came with him? Was it for? Yeah, was I'm it sure a, it was like the Florida Secret Service right. or whatever. Oh, right. They got to protect this guy. Hell yeah. No question staff, about it. Yeah. Right. Anyway, and um, <clears throat> coolest guy. And literally pitched. He's like, "You guys need to move to Florida. Whenever, whenever you guys are done with your Texas, when that when when stuff hits the this the fans right, coming down there, yeah, great. we'll be waiting for you." Did he, he said. really try to recruit you guys? Yeah, see, yeah, I love that. that. Love Absolutely. That. Absolutely. So did we. By the I way, what's that. more welcoming than come Bro, and, come stay at my house? Who's the who's your who's your governor Abbott? Yeah, dude, how boss is that guy? He took all the. Buses of all the uh, illegals yeah, like came there. He bussed them to DC, bro. Yeah, they How started amazing. arriving today, and <laughs> yeah. there's people with umbrellas <laughs> trying and to Patrick, block and, you know, did you see They were taking selfies of like yeah. the cap. It was fucking brilliant. What bro. was uh, DeSantis's sales pitch? You said you had seven that minutes with him, but no, what that was, was it? it? That was it. Was just that when was you move into Florida? Yeah. yeah, we want you here. Um, and and uh, I go. I said I love the way that you handled uh, the pandemic, man. It Beautiful, was awesome. Yep. And he goes, Yeah, who would? I guess that you <laughs> give the people the choice to do what they want to do would work in America. Brilliant the way he said it. I mean, I fell in love with this Brilliant. guy for the rest of our lives. Yeah. He'll get any vote that he ever runs for from me. Yeah. That's it. Common sense. That's and all. for some reason, that's what we seem to be like lacking nowadays. Right. It's a bunch it's of weird shit happening. Crazy. Meanwhile, anybody that has any common sense at all. And that guy is just common sense. Uh, he's. He's going to walk into the White House. I think he's so. going to. Um, he's going to stroll in. I don't know without about a that, doubt. Tony. Well, you, you, mean, he's got to win the Republican primary. You don't think first. he will? I, yeah. well, well, I, there's I, some I, guy. There's some orange man looming yeah, yeah. over the Republican yeah. Party right oh, now. Let me say. Let me say. Uh, I was going to say. I, I would rather have. And this is person. I would rather have DeSantis because do Trump love him or hate him? It's a little too much, bro. And people. And, uh, and mind you, they're going to have to dig, dig up dirt on DeSantis. What What are you going to? What collusion? What all that? What are you gonna do? He's he's a golden child, bro. He's the, the one. By the way, but you gotta yeah. you gotta be very careful on how you sell him, because the, the if you sell him as the golden flawless, everybody has shit. Yeah, of right. course, mm-hmm. some's gonna come out on the guy. Yeah, yeah. And market has to be ready. There is DeSantis has got uh, uh, stuff in the closet, so, you just, so don't get it. I don't know yeah. if it's gonna be as legendary as a. Uh, Stormy and Karen McDougal type of stuff because that yeah. guy took it to a whole different level. 100%. You know, but here's what just happened. I had a, uh, um, ah, okay, so I had a conversation with kid. I can't tell you, uh, but I had a just conversation. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And, and You're giving me the oohs and the if, ahs. If, if uh, uh, Trump runs, DeSantis is not running. 
I, I it's, it's less than a 5% chance he's running if, mm-hmm. if Trump if Trump goes. If Trump goes, DeSantis is not running at all. Is Trump, is the word in the street that Trump is going? 99% yeah. he's running. Of course running. he will. Then that means, because yeah. he, he's not going to be the vice so, president. So, then the, so, so, so that means he's going to wait till 2028, not 2024. Mm-hmm. So this is what that means. Now, so some people that are saying, oh my God, this is, if, if anybody's ever thought about moving to Florida, yeah. that means DeSantis is going to be the governor till 2028. So yeah. that's a very big insurance policy. Mm-hmm. For anybody that is thinking about moving to Florida, because by 2028, that gives them six more years to find somebody to replace him, because gotcha. that's the key. You got to also find somebody to replace him. But if Trump runs, which there's a 99% chance he's running, he's not going to be running. Yeah, but there's, against a, Trump. there's a problem with him waiting that long. Right now, he's hot. He's how many, who's we, hot? We, but, we've talked about yeah, it. Exactly. Well, of course, we agree, but I'm just telling you. He does not want to go face off because he knows Trump's going to talk shit and he's going to talk can shit. I, can I ask you guys DeSantis a is not going to just sit there and take Patrick, it. Patrick, tall, tall, you yeah. guys. Do you think if Trump was Trump won and Trump was still in this woke? I mean, because the woke movement's been going, but all the stuff that they're they've been trying to pull and all that stuff would it be happening or it would not? Or it would. I mean, he would be bodying these people on Twitter and out in public speeches. I think people forget exactly how funny. <laughs> yeah, Donald hilarious. Trump was. He was the funniest one. He I was, mean, and it's like he again. He's another guy that love him or hate him. I mean, was calling out this stuff before everybody. I mean, yeah. he's literally not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, is that cr- which but, is but crazy? There's, like, there's people criminals. that are like. And on ISIS and shit that yeah. still can tweet. It's fucking Yeah, crazy. Vladimir Putin's on Twitter. 100%. And Donald Trump isn't. Yeah, who's yeah, 100%. And so and there's a reason for that, you know. It's someone that doesn't want him talking about all of this yeah, stuff exactly. that is their agenda, period. Did so, you, I mean, that's everything. That's why this Elon Musk thing is an actual thing, buying Twitter. Yep. Because of that. It's the, the blatant thing that he's going to do. It's obvious. It's all about free speech. So yep. how could he keep a former president banned it's impossible what's the what's the chances that if musk succeeds and this poison bill doesn't work that trump gets back on oh i think a hundred percent okay yeah i think that's the statement he's going to show exactly how he's going to show exactly how free free speech is Do, do you realize here's the following thing if he buys twitter at 52 bucks and he lets Trump on Twitter stock will go to two hundred percent. By the way, it's just a prediction, not insider information. I'm just telling you. Brilliant. It's if gonna work. He yeah. buys fifty-two bucks is underpriced with Musk owning it. I think Twitter stock has the ability from fifty-two to even ten X within a five year period. So that's that's just a possibility of what could happen. I mean, in I agree. Look at how much they were quoting Twitter. Twitter was the news for yep. those four years. Yep. Here's what Trump yep. said today. It was them yep. uh, reporting about Twitter. Trump will be back on tweeting 40 times a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah the, he, the greatest nuts. troll of all time will be back on again. Oh, He's yeah. the GOAT. By the way, uh, podcast, how hard is it to succeed in a podcast game? Is podcast game a hard game? Would you say a podcast game is a hard game? If you love the podcast that you're doing, then it's not. If okay. You, if you if you corner yourself into right, if you I'm, corner yourself into something that my friends always are like, "Hey, I'm Tony. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I think I'm going to do, you know, cooking with uh, comedians or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's not even an example. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you corner yourself into any type of pocket, I think it becomes miserable. You know, I I look I you know, I'm friends with Joe and I see what he's doing and not only is he 
um, you know, killing it, but he gets to interview whoever he wants and talk about whatever he wants for as long as he wants to talk about that full control. Mm. And uh, people are into it, obviously. His listenership keeps going up. Every time they try to cancel him, he gets more listeners, more viewers. It, it's, it's you know. Well, let me ask you a question. And he I'm keeps ask it you. open. He didn't paint himself into no. a corner. Any Rogan episode, he could be talking to a fighter. He yeah. could be talking to a comedian. He could be talking Science to a politician. Yeah. 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 Give a shit. Yeah. Right. But, but imagine if, let's just say a person. Let's make this person up. Let's say there's a person out there who is very well-spoken. He's got 132 million followers on Twitter, okay? Let's say he even becomes a two-term president. And then let's say he starts a podcast with another guy whose name is Bruce, okay. who's a very famous singer. Okay. And they sign a $25 million podcast with Spotify. Okay. A year later, Spotify drops him. Can you see that happening with somebody that big? I mean, that's pretty crazy for that to happen, but that's what just happened to Barack Obama. Why Spotify dropped its deal with Barack and Michelle Obama. Tyler, can you go up so I can read this entire article? Because this is almost unbelievable. Make it a little bit bigger so we can read this. The Obamas are searching for a new home for their podcast after Spotify reportedly declined to offer the former first couple a new contract because they didn't make enough personal appearances on the streaming services. Brock and Michelle Obama are reportedly in talks with several companies, including Amazon Audible and iHeartMedia, on a deal that will likely be worth tens of millions of dollars, according to Bloomberg News. The ex-president and former first lady who co-owned the production company, Higher Ground, will reportedly decide on their podcasting platform of their choice sometime within the next few weeks. Higher Ground is set to be in seeking an agreement that would allow it to release uh, shows on several platforms simultaneously. One of the sticking points is in negotiations with Spotify and the Swedish company, in instance, uh, in uh, insistence on an exclusive licensing deal, which they didn't want him to give because they want to syndicate it amongst everybody. Even if the Obamas produce podcasts for another company, those shows will in all likelihood make their way to Spotify anyways. Streaming services want to Obama, want uh, the Obamas to make more frequent appearances uh, themselves in order to generate more Buzz for the company, but the former first lady is reportedly willing to commit to no more than eight episode programs. Higher Ground was paid $25 million after signing with Spotify in 2019. So only eight episodes is what they want. Uh, Spotify is moving on. Power move. Is this a smart move on Spotify to drop them? A president who has got a very strong audience. His wife wrote a book that sold 30-something million copies. You know, whatever the number was, that she made $36 million. Would you say this was a good move on Spotify or a bad move on Spotify? I think a good move. Tell me why. Yeah, because uh, Spotify cares about actual listenership and subscriptions based on what they're paying for. And even though he has a lot of Twitter followers and she might sell a lot of books, you, you have to bring them to the podcast yeah. world. You know what I mean? So. You know, Rogan signing with Spotify and having a built-in audience of a ton of podcast listeners is different and much, much, much more valuable than having a politician who gave many public speeches and has Twitter followers like to it's that. Like a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of Twitter followers, yeah. a lot of comedians, and they and they suck at <laughs> selling out shows. They can't fill a venue no at shit. all. Yeah, and they tweet all the time, and they work on their following, and they post videos and all this stuff. But if you suck live, you suck live. And they're not yeah. going to get any better at podcasting doing eight episodes yeah. every year. We yeah. know this, right? Mm -hmm. You naturally get better at what you do. They yeah. don't want to do it. They're literally clearly there for the payday. Yeah, for sure. 
And so, um, yeah, what they should be doing is just episodes for free and putting it out everywhere anyway. I mean, if they wanted to get good at that thing, but they're not going to get good. Well, let me so ask it's you not going to get listeners. If, yeah. they, if, they did, if he did podcasts, him and Michelle did podcasts twice a week, mm-hmm. and they went one year straight, do you think they'd kill it? Yeah, 100%. I do, I do as well. If yeah. they did it how often? Twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah, it's yeah I, I, the beginning of the article says they did it how many times? 12 it, times for the year, yeah, whatever the, the number year. was. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, what, what is it called? You're just kind of like mailing it in or packing it in? You're just kind of, you're, you're not, you're not Ob- putting in the work. Obama is, bro, did you guys see they brought him to the White House because Biden's t- numbers were tanking so much? It looked like a rock star was in the White House. Like they, Joe, Joe Biden was behind him like trying to chase him. And every, it, it's just, Pat. dude, everybody would watch him every single day. Pat, let me ask you. I mean, yeah. you're, you're a businessman. You're focused. Yep. Okay. You, we've, we've done, this is number one, what are we? 140? What is this? So, 143. Not to mention the, the X amount that we, 148? Holy shit. And not to mention the dozen or so we did back in Dallas uh, under a different name. If you were only doing this once a month, 12 times a year. Yeah. How, what kind of bang oh, for the buck? Fe- would- Listen, we feel it if you don't do it for a week. Yeah. Yeah, you feel it if you don't do it for a week. Podcast game is a, is a lot of work. Yeah. It's it's, But you have to do it steadily. But I, I wonder with Spotify, Spotify to give up, uh, 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 I actually think they made a very smart move because Obama's have to have their show on Spotify and Spotify doesn't have to pay them shit. Mm-hmm. They just have to be like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to pay you nothing. You're going to put it on here anyways because you right. have to mess with my audience. Yep. Okay. But the reason why we were willing to pay Rogan is because he agreed to be what? exclusive if you're willing to do exclusive we'll pay you 25 and you do one or two episodes a week but if you want to be able to put this everywhere why the hell am i going to give you money i ain't going to give you shit and i think that's the right move they made good for spotify spotify you said something spotify is in the business of getting listeners you talk such a logical way you said that's capitalism yeah i don't mind giving you money Okay, I'll give you money, but you got to bring me listenership. Mm-hmm, exactly. You do? Great. Here's what we'll pay you. And Tony said something pretty funny before the podcast. He goes, how many people do you know that said, hey, did you catch that latest Obama podcast? Yeah. yeah. I, I've I'm never actually seen curious, it. Would, if has I, anybody listened? If you're, if you're in the comment section, has anybody ever listened to one of the podcasts? And if you've listened to all of them, comment below. I'm actually curious. Oh, the Obama Hillary. What's, what's it called? The Obama I'm with Springsteen. Him. I'm with him. No, no, I'm just no. That's not. I think it's called, it's called <laughs> Renegades. I think. Yeah, Renegades. Renegades. I'm with him. That's but fucking hilarious. It's Obama and Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. Should be much bigger than it is. Regardless, like, I think. I think so. Should it though? I, I don't know. I you Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Wait, you don't are think Tyler, icons? Don't don't say it because you don't like his politics. It's Obama. Let me tell you. I think the, Obama has the pull. I don't know that Bruce Springsteen has the pull, but I think I, a I don't lot know of people Bruce. are kind of... I think people like Michelle more than they like a Barack. I think people are over Barack. I think they're done with him. They're sick of him. They're I seeing disagree. the $800 million no, library he's building in Chicago. They saw the 800-page fucking autobiography Tyler, is, he wrote this, about This himself. is the far-end proud boy, no. Tyler, that's talking right now. This proud boy? <laughs> Just get no. back to the normal. I, I, think, to normal. I think people saw exactly what Barack Obama did to the country. I think they saw how he divided it and destroyed it. I think they saw that race relations were at an all-time high before Barack Obama yeah. took office. I think they saw that he said Trayvon Martin could be his kid. I think they see well through Barack Obama. I think you're absolutely wrong. I think that... By the way, that, no, I don't that's think the, on the right side of things. I There's think, eighty plus million people that would love to listen. I don't know why they aren't. I don't think it's absolutely wrong. I think you're twenty percent right. I think there is twenty percent that he lost, but I do think there's a big like if I'm if I'm spot. Let's just say value Taman and Obama is agreeing to do a podcast with us exclusive. 
and he's willing to sign a four-year, $25 million a year contract with me, and he's gonna do two episodes a week, in a heartbeat I'll sign a $25 yeah. million contract with Obama for four years with two episodes a week with him and his wife live. Yeah, live. Right here, 25 million bucks, what do you yeah. wanna do? Yeah. I'll give you $25 million upfront and another $75 million over the next three years. Mm -hmm. You wanna come on, let's do it. He's gonna get the eyeballs, period, yeah. it's Obama. Yeah. He's young, he's sexy, he's attractive, he's got an audience. Not an audience that you would kick it with, but he does have an audience. Yeah, That's the yeah. key. Barack, if you're listening, Pat just made a verbal yeah. offer towards now, you. Do you think Spotify, Come on down to Florida. Do you guys think Spotify would pay? How much do you think Spotify would pay Joe Biden to be on a podcast with his wife? How <laughs> fucking funny would Minimal that? Minimal wage. <laughs> Minimal just, wage. He, he would just be trying to shake people's hands that aren't even there. It's like, Joe, dude, that'd be yeah, so funny. No, that's not him, though. He, he, at this point of the game, everybody knows that's... He got, he became president for different reasons. Yeah, for it's sure. a whole different situation. That's yeah. about to get he very He became ugly. president yeah. for one reason. Well, it's just that he wasn't Trump. That's no, basically, I, that's I, it. I, I, okay, no, you're, you're not, yes. But at the same time, listen, strategically, America made a stupid mistake because yep. during 9-11, everybody got behind America. Yep. And the enemy was outside of America. Mm -hmm. During COVID, Instead of making China the enemy, which would have brought the entire country together, yep. America made Trump the enemy. Yeah. And Trump wasn't the enemy. They're it's, idiots. Yep. Just so you know that. They're idiots, what they did. Yep. Whether you agree or disagree, that was a stupid move because, yes, you got him to get out of office, but you also divided America. Mm -hmm. So you may have done something like, oh, we figured out a way to get rid of that guy. We've impeached him 17 times. Who gives a shit? People yep. now... They're thinking other people are enemies just because they have differences together. Yep. It's a very stupid move made by America. I don't. I don't. And, I don't think that was a right move. And made. you still can't say like, we're not holding China accountable because apparently. Let's all be honest with each other. It definitely came from there. It's still people are still like it's kind of racist if you're saying that it's from them. Like no, no, it's not. Like people are right now saying I would listen to anybody. Okay, so like that's the ERP. I want to respond to you. I listen to anyone on PPD but Obama. Right? Okay. Uh, I would love to have Obama on here to ask him some real questions. Mm -hmm. Not because, oh my God, we have Obama, Obama on. No, I wanna ask <clears throat> Obama some real questions right. to see what he contributed to and what, because remember when he said something, he said something a few years ago, he says, listen, if you can't pull your pants up and you're going and doing this and you don't have the money to do so, yeah. you know you're broke. Like, yeah. you ain't, I don't know if you remember this, when he said this like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a statement to yep. community, you know? So, yep. so I think there's a part of him, look, when you start making money and you start really making some real money, your decisions change. Of you course. start realizing taxes, just for the hell of it, I'm not for it. You know, I remember when Dave Chappelle got his first big payday and uh, uh, Obama was raising taxes on the first term. <laughs> Chappelle's like, dude, this is the first time I made $6 million. <laughs> yeah. Can you just wait one yeah. more year before yeah. you raise the taxes, yeah. right? But even Chappelle is like, dude, I don't want to pay that additional $600,000. So working hard, making money gets you to realize on certain things with taxes. By the way, a couple of people commented. I do want to say something on what one guy said to you about you, Tony. Sonny Ballin gave 20 bucks and he says, I didn't know who Tony was until the leaked video. Now I patiently wait for Mondays. Hashtag kill Tony. Ooh, I like that. Those are my favorites. Hell yeah. yeah so he gave you love with your uh, show, which by the way, why don't you tell everybody about what you do on a weekly basis with your podcast. Yeah, it's a cool it's a format. a big, crazy stand-up comedy live show in front of a big sold-out live audience. And uh, I give uh, people starting out or maybe someone that just wants to 
you know, get sort of their a little bit of a big break, um, a chance I pull names out of a bucket. And if I pull a person's name out, they get one minute uninterrupted to do their stand up comedy on a stage while me and my guests sit at a table. And then they stay up there for about anywhere between five and 15 minutes afterwards as I interview them and ask them questions about their life, find out more about them. So it's like a super spontaneous, crazy, all improvised uh, stand-up comedy meets regular podcast podcast where anybody can sort of be on it and people get a chance. It's sort of like, a, I don't know, uh, America's Got Talent meets a podcast, but only with stand-up, and it's super edgy. So, so big warnings there. Mm-hmm. We push yeah. it to the... Uh, the limit. What's been your most memorable moment? Because I've seen a bunch of them. I know that you and Bill Burr kind of got into something at one point. I don't know. What's like the most memorable That's thing? It's one of my least rem- memorable moments. I remember. Is, well, yeah. Somebody clipping that out of context as yeah. well. Uh, but, you know, I mean, so many tons. There's just. I'm just looking at done, names around. Russell Peters. Okay. Yeah. Alex Jones. Joe yeah. Rogan. Ron White. Yeah. Bobby Lee. Uh, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, we've done like, what is it, like 600? We're up Holy to... shit, we're, you're we're at 600. Almost, <laughs> almost 600. And you just do them on Mondays? Yeah. So we've been doing them for how many years now? Eight well, years? Over over eight years, almost nine years, but we've also done a bunch all around the world. We wow. sold out theaters in London and Dublin, Ireland, and all over That's Australia, cool. all over America. Has any comedian gone on just for the one minute, and now eight years later, they've blown up and they're Huge. massive now? Huge. Like who? Like, any Tons household names? Uh Oh my goodness, so many. First of all, all of my people that were that I made regulars, there's always a few regulars at any given point and they write and perform a brand new minute every single week. They're all working now. Every single one of them from Hans Kim, the newest regular all the way to I mean, everybody's just a full-time comedian now. Ali Mikofsky, uh Sarah Weinshank, Kim Congdon, William Montgomery, David Lucas, all of these people are um, I love it. doing their own shows. I love it. I saw the, I've, saw, I've seen a few shows. I'm like, I love the format the way it is. It's Guy yeah. gets up for one minute. If you're able to hit it, great. If you're not, if you're not. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. You got a minute to do. Do we have callers, by the way? John, if we got any callers, let's take a couple callers here for the podcast. By the way, Tyler, I just saw your socks. Very interesting socks. Good for you. Those are my rocket socks. Wow, well, so, I'm like so impressed with you, man. That's so impressive. Those Obama socks? Yeah, I see Obama on there. <laughs> Obama podcast one is on you Spotify. One is Michelle. It's Obama sitting right next to Bruce, Very impressive. Just so that I could step on him. Every Pat, we have day. a couple calls. Go for it. We have Gus on the line. What a name. This is the first time. Gus, how you doing? Uh, fine. Uh, everything's cool. Uh, big fan of your show, by the way. Also, shout out to Adam. But anyway, my question is, uh, I know this is like old news, but Louis C.K. just won a Grammy. Do you think that's a sign that he could come back to Hollywood or is he going to be treated like a Harvey Weinstein type individual, you know? Like, I hope everything's all right. What do you think about that? I think I think that is uh, the uh, beginning of I think it's the foot in the door without a doubt because uh, he's getting respect from someone something over there is like uh, did he get charged with a crime you know these things when the smoke clears sometimes you know, you also have to remember that a lot of people that uh, that it looks like maybe they got canceled maybe. They're selling more tickets than ever. Maybe their viewership mm. is up. Maybe people went to, maybe even the haters yep. um, went to find something else to be mad about. And what are you going to do? If you're sitting there watching Louie and you're not laughing, you have a dog shit sense of humor. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're literally not funny. You don't know what's funny. Yep. And shit that you laugh at, stupid. Because Louie is truly one of the best in the world. It's completely undeniable. Nobody doesn't like him. Nobody yep. can't laugh at him. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, what's good is good. Same thing with Rogan's podcast. People think he's being canceled. Uh, his listenership keeps going up. Yeah. Going up. So, oh, yeah. you know, the, the people that are like, I'm going to go find something else. I'm going to find a clip that makes me mad. They end up getting addicted to long form conversation. All of a sudden, yeah. instead of listening to Pink Floyd on their drive to work every day, they're listening to Joe Rogan because they're into that format now. They yep. get hooked and, uh, Louie does good work. So does Joe. People that do good work will continue. I mean, look, you say wine, is he going to be treated like Weinstein people, even though he's not getting the money and sold or whatever, people are still watching all those Weinstein movies. I just watch Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, <laughs> every time you watch a Tarantino film, a lot of your favorite movies, The Matrix, mm-hmm. uh, every, a ton of them uh, he made. So like you can cancel, you can try to cancel a person, but you can't really cancel their work. Mm-hmm. Do we have any other callers uh, that you want to chime in, John? Yes, Eric is on the line. Eric, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. And my question is, uh, can we trust Elon Musk with owning Twitter? Do you think uh, he will push his own agenda like Jeff Bezos does with the Washington Post? Or will he stay true to his statement of freedom of speech? I think he absolutely will push his agenda. But I trust his agenda more than the current agenda. Everybody who buys a business, there's an agenda. For sure. When you take a girl out, you have an agenda. Your phone call today came with an agenda. Our podcast has an agenda. Kill Tony has an agenda. The current administration has an agenda. Nobody here is naive. Mm. But uh, his track record of creating businesses and finding ways to do things better, uh, I trust more than I do everybody on social media agreeing together. Right now, all the major social media platforms all follow by the same guidelines. All of them do. They all follow and drop, drop everybody. To get one platform owned by a guy like Elon Musk that's not going to be do, doing that, uh, I think that's, that gives everybody competition and scares the crap out of them, which is something we need today. John, do we have another caller? Good question. Yes, we right have there. Victor on the line. I why they don't have Pulp Fiction on there. Who's, who's is this? Somebody's messing with we have We have Victor on the phone. Victor, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm, I'm good, man. What's on your mind? No, I was just curious. Um, I'm, I follow the markets pretty closely. And I'm sorry, I'm a little starshucked here. <laughs> My man. So you follow <laughs> so, the markets with, quick, I, I, I follow closely? The market, um, I'm sorry? You said you follow the markets closely? I follow the market pretty closely. I, I've done my own studies on it. And what I'm curious to know about your opinion is, who do you think is going to show up in the big short too? Who do I think is going to show up in a big short too? Meaning like who's going to be the modern day Michael Burry or who's going to be the, mu- the AIGs of the world or the WAMU in the world that went from being worth 330 to 1.9 billion bought by Chase? Like which one are you talking about? Uh, what was that second part I missed? That? Like you know how WAMU used to be a big bank and it was competing mm-hmm. with everybody and then Chase came and bought him for 1.9 billion two years after being valued at 330 on Forbes? Or Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns. Yeah. Like, who's going to crumble next? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, pretty much. Like, um, you know, there's people that bet against the economy. There's people that bet with the economy. But who is going to come out on top? Who's going to come out on top? Those who have a real business that's making real money. So, you, like, you know, all these SPACs that went out of business and the SPAC model, like 80% of the SPACs are not even worth looking at because... There's not real a proven business within the SPAC. Mm-hmm. Are you following that, Victor, or did you, John, did you just drop them? 
He's still on. Okay. So you know this. Are you familiar with SPACs, Victor, or no? Victor, are you familiar with SPACs? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time hearing. Okay, then, then, so if you know what happened with SPACs, you, you would know what's going on. The fact that those that don't have a real business model are going to get their asses handed to them. I think private equity is going to take a hit. I don't think we have too many no-income, no-asset stuff right now. People that are buying homes, you kind of got to have 10 or 20% in there. They're not doing the kind of 100% financing that was being done back in the days in the 2000s. Uh, I do think some of the banks are going to take big hits, but not the way they took it before. But these guys that are playing, you know, all in money into the market without a real proven business model, they're going to take hits. A lot of NFT companies are going to take hits. Uh, there's going to be a few of them that are going to make it that are going to do well. But most NFT companies are going to take a big hit. But anyways, I can go on into that a little bit more. John, do we have any other callers that have a question for Tony? Victor, thank you for the call. Do we have any other questions for Tony? Uh, no, we don't. That's a wrap for calls. Okay, sounds good. So what I want to do is the following. Now, this shirt here, free will that I have on, okay? If you yeah. can see this. Obviously, it's not about free will. It's about freeing Will Smith. This started yeah. with the conversation that we had uh, during dinner, <clears throat> which was a bet. I think there was a $100 bet that was made, if you, you remember. And, you and Joe Rogan. We made, a, we made a bet, and the bet was what? Within 12 months... There's going to be a divorce, or there's not going to be a divorce, right? Oh, right. You remember you this? You said that there is going to be a divorce. I, I bet on the hundred dollars being oh, a divorce. And Rogan said no. I right. said no one's willing to take me on this bet. He says I'll bet you. Let's bet a hundred yeah. bucks, right? Yeah. And so, so you and Ropa or Joe Rogan threw down a, a lofty one hundred dollar bet. Well, I think he can afford it, and I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna, sure I, I can afford it as well. But here, here's the point. The point is, while we were we were having a conversation, for me, it was more from the standpoint of. That video that came out with Jada and Jada bullying Will and Will saying social media is my bread and butter. I don't appreciate what you're doing right now. And yeah. she says, you can tell now why we have issues yeah. in our marriage. I think Jada's a bully. I think Jada Smith, Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith is a bully and she's bullying Will. And I think this guy has been sitting behind closed doors. Do I think he's done what he's done and had a lot of fun? One million percent. Do I think he's done some stuff that's broken Jada's heart? One million percent. Do I think there's a possibility that Jada has said and used the following words that if you do anything, I'm going to tell your darkest secrets to of the course, world? Of course, of course. I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah, 100%. Do I think there would be a red table conversation throwing Will under the bus? Maybe. I don't know. I think there could happen. Do I think it would be playing the victim card? You don't know how difficult it was being married to Will. I think so. Do I think Will went on Charlemagne the God, the, what is that show, uh, uh, Breakfast uh, The Club. Killer, Breakfast Club, yeah. and Charlemagne asked him a question saying, hey, how does it feel knowing Jada will never love you the way she loved Tupac? Yeah. And he Bam. asked the question of Will. Do I think that bothers him? Yes. Do I think the market seeing what happened with Augusta, is it Augusta, what's the guy's name? August L. August, yeah, so yeah. do I think that bothers him on how the market sees him? Yes. Do I think Jada maybe has something on him with challenges with maybe men and he had certain things that he did with men over the years? I think there's something there. But I think the guy almost needs to be given permission to call mm -hmm. it quits and move on and yep. he's afraid to do so. Yep. So that's why the hashtag free will to say, Will, buddy, if you're going through it, man, somebody needs to talk because I can guarantee you, here's a challenge. Somebody asked, Joe and I were having a conversation about have you ever talked to a friend about having to get a divorce? Remember how that conversation mm -hmm. went? Because I've had those conversations with a handful of friends, but it's only been a handful of friends. 
and the conversation goes like this. And by the way, 60% of the time when you have that conversation, it backfires on you. Because here's how the conversation goes. I had a friend of mine. I pulled him aside. And I'm like, dude, uh, how do I explain this to you? You are an alpha. I've known you for many years. You've always been an alpha. But you've turned into a beta. And I look at your face. You hate it because you've compromised your own values and principles. Mm -hmm. And it feels like every time I talk to you, you're walking on eggshells. It feels like you have handcuffs and shackles right now mm -hmm. and you don't know what to do next. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell you from the outside, I'm not the only person that notices this, mm -hmm. okay? You need to make a decision. I've had this types of conversation with men and women. Before I get to this point, I want to push uh, therapy, I want to push as much, go places, go do stuff together, but every once in a while I'll get to this point, right? Out of the five conversations, three of them, guess what happened to it? He told the individual me. goes back and tells who? Great, the wife. And, mm -hmm. and after they tell the wife, what does the wife do? Don't, you can never talk to Patrick You can again. never talk asshole. to Patrick again, yep. so the phone gets it's blocked. Over. You're done. Yeah. Right. It's over, okay? But the other two went and processed it, and one of them took the lead in the family, read a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy, and the wife actually responded to him and said, you know what, I've been waiting for this, and they've been happily married till today. The other one went and had the conversation. She was not having it. He left her. Wow. Okay. I think, I wonder how many people who are friends with Will have the audacity to give that advice okay. because they know it's going to go back to who? Right. Her. To Jada. Sure. And if yeah. it goes to Jada, what do you think Jada's going to do to that person? Okay. Of course. So, so think, you know, one time a guy and I were having a conversation. I said, listen, a friend of mine. I said, look, why is it that everything I talk to you about, you go tell your wife? Yeah. It's just my wife. I said, do you think that's how it works? Yeah. 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 I said, so let me get this straight. What book tells you that everything you tell me you have to go tell your wife? Yeah. I said, do you think everything you tell me I go tell my wife? He said, well, it's your wife. Aren't you supposed to do that? I said, no, that's not how life works. Yeah. Why? What's your biggest concern? Here's my biggest concern. If me and Tony are homies mm -hmm. and we're buddies, we're best friends, he's married, I'm married. He confines in me in something. Mm -hmm. I go tell my wife. Three years later, my wife and I get a divorce, hypothetically. What's her loyalty to Tony this Zero. much? Yeah. Did you understand what just happened? Yeah. Is this much loyalty that she has to Tony? She doesn't sit there and worry about what Tony's career is going to be, yeah, right? Exactly. It's my loyalty to him that I just lost Tony. Mm -hmm. So now Tony doesn't feel comfortable talking to who? To me. Yeah. I'm convinced there's a web oh. yeah. that Will is in, man. I think she has videos of him getting pounded by dudes. Honey, no. That, there yeah. has to be something. Don't. Dude. dude. And the so name he's of the standing it for the blackmail? And the name of the video? Men in Black. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well played. Well played. Stupid. I just stupid, I, but funny. <laughs> I actually have one real idea uh. that I think needs to happen, because what I'm getting very sick of is these A-list Hollywood alpha men getting emasculated by women. Yes. Right now, the two biggest stories in Hollywood right now are freaking Will Smith and Jada Smith and Johnny Depp, Depp and Amber. Never heard of. Her. Never heard. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I think what needs to happen is they need to sit down in a room and have two mirrors and one seat in the middle of the mirrors, mm -hmm. okay? And Leonardo freaking DiCaprio needs to say, welcome to the room, gentlemen. No. Uh, we are in a very elite company right here. We are the biggest A-list stars in the freaking world. Yeah. And you, I want you both to look at a fucking mirror. Yeah. You're Will Smith. Yeah. You're Johnny freaking Depp. Yeah. Like, Stand just look the in the mirror. Up. Remember who you, you guys are. are. You could do yep. whatever you want. Yep. You own the world. You're worth hundreds of millions. Yep. And you're just getting emasculated just, by these women taking your money and yep. taking your pride. Yep. 
Follow my playbook here yeah. for a second, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. You don't have to not get married, not have kids, yeah. but be a goddamn pimp. Yeah, be a Maybe I'm man. doing too much stuff with Fresh and Fish and Rolo these days. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to those guys. But man up, Will Smith. Yeah. Man up, uh, I agree. Johnny Depp. So, so man up. But, 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 but here's the thing. Let me tell you. What, what, if you, you ever been in a web? Have you ever been in a relationship like that with a woman where you felt like you... Have you ever... Because I've been... Have you ever been in of a... Of course. Yeah. Okay. How, when, when you're in it... How oblivious are you? Yeah, you are. Like you almost have to be out of it to notice it. Who do you know that hates Will Smith? Prior to the slap on the face and what happened with it. Zero. You tell me who you've ever met that's ever hated Will Smith. Nobody. Nobody. Beloved. I mean, beloved is an understatement, right? American legend. American legend for a guy to come from his background and build a story that he's built. People forget Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, all these movies he's done, all these major films he's done. And he's going through this. So, so here's what we're doing, folks. If you want to support this, this is what we're doing. If you want to wear this shirt to start the conversation and post it, you can buy this shirt. I'm being serious with you. You can buy this shirt at freewillshirt.com. Am I saying it correctly? Can you put the website so people can see it? You can buy freewillshirt.com. We're selling it for $29.99. 100% of the profits is going to National Institute of Mental Health. I love it. 100%. Wow. Beautiful. Of the profits. You can buy this and free will. Pick your size, 30 bucks. Go all the way to the bottom. 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 Press no thanks. Click on that link, National Institute of Mental Health. Whatever we sell, we're sending all the money there because I do believe, I do believe Will is having certain mental challenges right yeah. now. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm convinced his therapist, his friends, everybody's afraid of Jada. And somebody needs to have this video be shared with them for him to say, you know what? Yep. You know, I, I don't like why you, you know, people are talking like this. Or he's going to say, maybe this makes sense. Yep. Okay. And by the way, yeah. I'd love to see it work out. I just think it's way past the level of it right. working out. It's time for him to move. Uh, I, we I don't, love, Joe doesn't think it's going to work out. Joe he just, thinks he's going to live unhappily with Jada for at least that. longer that than a year. He I cannot know. do that, though. He's such a special guy. I know, but it's been, it's already been a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, Guys I, like that, sometimes they get in too deep. He's, he's, when was the bet You said it best. You're surrounded by yes yeah. men. What was the date of that? <laughs> We're going to know because it was, was early April. This was <laughs> early April. UFC Jacksonville. Whenever we got early a April. date of because, UFC. And, and Adam, you could see his soul. Like in that video where she's recording him, you could yeah. see his soul is just April not 9th. there. I love yeah. that April this 9th. whole thing started with a dinner, uh, group dinner with yourself. First of all, Joe what time Rogan, did we Tony. Four o'clock? What's the name of that restaurant? Do you remember? Calfort Steakhouse. Wow. The owner sent me. Yes. He's a big fan of the Calford's content. Calfort's in Jacksonville. Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable. By the way, the wait. What was the waiter's name? I wish we could give him oh, a shout out. Man, that guy is a man. She was yeah. like the guy spoke like John oh, Bernthal. Oh, really? Good. I kept telling him you sound like John Bernthal. He had the right voice. What's the name of the place again? Calford. C O W F O R. Can you put? Calford, I, I'd like to right? give these guys a I'm, shout I'm out. I'm starving right now. I'm only no, 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 no. <laughs> By the way, by the way, this was in Jacksonville. I would not have expected yep. a this quality restaurant. Really? Bone marrow. Uh, okay, foie gras. Oyst, any it was the most high quality we had. Anyways, it was insane. It was amazing, yeah. Highly recommended, and the owners even a classier guy yeah, on what they're doing. Fantastic place. Wow. I'd love to go there tonight to eat, there, but it's a long drive. <laughs> yep. Anyways, gang, listen. If you agree with what we just talked about in regards to Will, just start the discussion. Mm-hmm. Talk about it wherever you want to talk about it. 
And if you sport the shirt, other people are also going to talk about it. 100% is going to go to National Mental Health Institute is where the profits are going to go. But last but not least, before we wrap up, Tony, you're performing tonight. Uh, where are you performing tonight? Miami Improv. Two shows and two shows tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I'm on a big tour going up to a bunch of places. TonyHinchcliffe.com for tickets. And if you're not following his show uh, on YouTube, Kill Tony. If you just yeah. type in Kill Tony, you'll find it. It's hilarious. The format is great uh, if you haven't seen it. And then our brother here, Vinny Oshana, future looks bright. Stay tuned. We got some big things here coming soon. When, we, when is our next podcast? Monday. What do we have going Monday. on? Monday, Rick Massey Monday, Diamond Dallas Page Tuesday. Ooh, and, love Diamond Dallas Page. And Paul Manafort on Thursday. Paul oh. Manafort's Thursday next week? Yeah. That's a pretty heavy list this week. Yeah. Wow. Holy moly. Okay, <laughs> folks. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.